0: Ladies and gentlemen, go over to our YouTube channel right now. The First Family of Waterfowl Season 2 is airing every Thursday night, 7 o'clock, on our YouTube channel. A lot of good stuff. It tracks us throughout the entire season from dove season, and it follows us through waterfowl season. So go check it out right now on our YouTube channel, The Big Honker Podcast, and be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, give us a follow. A lot of cool stuff going on. This podcast is brought to you by Shin Gear at Shingear.com. They are releasing all sorts of good stuff. They just came out with a brand new pullover just yesterday. Jeff got it in uh yesterday also as it was released. So Jeff will have to tell you how it is uh on the three and a half hunts a year that he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bibs are phenomenal. I was lucky enough to torture test them last year. They're great. They're waterproof. They're wind resistant or windproof. Hell, you don't feel any wind, uh, great material and great people over there at shin gear. Their waiters are out of this world and they have a guarantee. They will stand behind their waiters for as long as you stand in them. So if you ever have any problems with any garments that are from shin gear, send it back. They'll fix it and get it right back out to you in a timely manner, which is important. ShinGear.com. Go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls at PacificCustomCalls.com. They're releasing some new calls. They've got another spec call coming out, the BBS, and they've got a big goose call coming out. The BBG, it is going to cater to the guys that are chasing the big geese, so... My favorite is still the BA Lesser Call. It is the one that I choose and the PCD Duck Call. So I know a lot of guys are moving to the no-name. I'm a PCD guy. But head over to PacificCustomCalls.com and get whatever you're going to need for this coming waterfowl season because it's coming shortly. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels, BritLabs.com. Mr. Corey over there that's doing the giveaway. He has an 18-month wait list. The proof is in the pudding. He's putting out some phenomenal dogs. We'll have a couple dogs out here this year at Stanford Outfitters. So
1: hardworking, good dogs, good pets, good citizens. Just great attitude. You, you you can't go wrong with Double T British Kennels. You just and, can't do it.
0: And Corey is a stand up guy. I mean, he goes above and beyond for his clients, and his dogs are just a testament to the hard work that
1: he puts into them. A good man with a great, great, great company.
0: So check them out, BritLabs.com, and you can get on a waiting list or send them an email, and, you know, if you've already got a dog, he can help you in the training of it. So send them an email, check them out, BritLabs.com. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. You are missing a major, major advantage if you are not shooting Boss Shot Shells. Uh, The Stanfield
1: 9s, you need to call or email them. Order them direct. Get a hold of Meg at the shop. She can take care of you on the Stanfield 9s. The best teal load you can buy this year.
0: Yes, and dove load. If you're hunting some state land or federal land that doesn't allow non-toxic, the nines are going to be great for dove hunting too. So, um, and then as far as waterfowl loads, just get the old standard, the old two and three quarter inch, three five blend. It's the way that I've rock. New war chiefs will be day. out this month. War chiefs are coming out. They got a lot of cool stuff uh, going on over there. Uh, sign up to everything that they got going on. They've got uh, different email email letters and newsletters coming out so you can stay up to date on everything that boss has going on, but major, major advantage once you switch to boss. So also we're brought to you by lucky duck. They have got a lot of brand new stuff. They've got a brand new spinner out. Uh, You know, if you're a goose hunter, you know, this once the spinner's going, uh, there's nothing worse than geese come in and you got to turn off the spinner and wing side up. It always stinks white side up. So they have figured out a way White side down, black on top, so it's going to be black and white. That contrast is going to catch the eye of the bird a lot easier. Also, dove season is coming up for a lot of people down here in the southern states of Texas. They've got great dove spinners. The more, the merrier. Dove will do it just like teal will. So get you three or four of those dove spinners if you've got a dove hunt coming up. You're not going to regret it. They've also got dog kennels, five-star crash test rated. They fit the big boys in there like Lou Uh, I cannot say enough about Lucky Duck. Everything that they do is great, and they're always trying to find a way of improving. So head over to luckyduck.com and pick from any of the various items that they have. You're not going to be disappointed. Brand new Ice Eater's out, too. They're in the Ice Eater game.
1: Yep, the floating ones.
0: That's right. We're also brought to you by hemp Hill Farms for your CBD needs. Listen, I'm getting a little bit older, so I got more aches and pains than I
1: used to have. I take I take Hemp Hill every night. I take a gummy before I go to bed. And the roll-on, I absolutely love. I'm old. I get in the pool. My grandkids wear me the hell out. They think I'm a jungle gym. The knees are sore when I get out of the swimming pool from wrestling with them for hours at a time. Put on some salve or the roll-on, put it right on my knee, quits hurting within a minute.
0: I like the roll on. Got a little bit going, got a little something going on with my ankle and Achilles. So just roll it on and the pain goes away. He's also got uh, pet CBD. So uh, if you have a dog that gets a little bit anxious maybe when the guns are going off or he's just a bucket Bronco until the first flock comes in, maybe check out some pet so CBD. You're going
1: to keep Lou zoned up all year I'm long, gonna, right? I'm
0: going to keep him doped up. Yep. He's, <laughs> he's going to be, he'll be pissing hot by the end of the year. So. Uh, but no, great, great people, all natural, uh, all organically grown, and you know the the way that they do everything, high, high quality over there at Hemp Hill Farms. And first time customers get save a little bit of money.
1: If you got the ouchies, and everyone that's older has an ouchie, whether it's a shoulder and elbow or anything, the roll on is so easy. You just roll, the, just just put it on, and it man, it doesn't burn like being gay. There's no side effects. It just it makes you quit hurting. I highly recommend it hemphillfarm.com with a ph we're also brought to you by dive bomb
0: industries they have revolutionized the silhouette game it is still the most cost effective way of having a nice waterfowl spread Uh, you can get five or ten dozen of the silhouettes and you know you're in the game pretty much anywhere in the in north america and you don't have to break the bank doing it They've revolutionized silhouettes and they've revolutionized silo socks, which is a very good way of adding movement to your spread. I cannot uh, recommend socks enough. Put them out there. Wind's moving. You got natural motion and all motion is not created equal. The folks over at Dive Bomb Industries figured out a way of having natural looking motion added to your spread with the socks. So head over to Dive Bomb Industries. You can order right from their website and it'll ship straight to your door. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our morning here at the Big Honker Lodge every single day. They have a blend for you. My preference is the Missouri Boat Ride blend, but they've got it all. They got sun's up, guns up, high velocity, first flight, whatever you're into. And my summertime favorite is the cold brew. It's how I spend my afternoons every single day. A little cold brew, a little bit of sorcery, and it's my afternoon pick-me-up. So head over to Dirty Duck Coffee. They're great guys over there at Dirty Duck Coffee. If you're going to any of the uh, coming hunting shows, game fairs coming up, I know they're going to be at it. So stop by the booth, get your morning pick-me-up. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. They are the reason that we still have ducks. They are the leader in wetland conservation, and I am so excited to be attached to Ducks Unlimited. Great okay. group
1: of guys. It's It's season. It's time to go to the banquets. Go buy you some raffle tickets, buy you gun or win some guns, buy paintings, decoys. You can fill up your whole house at one DU event on perfect stuff for that perfect man cave. And it all goes to a great, great, great source, which is to build wetlands so we can have ducks to hunt.
0: Support them because they're supporting us as duck hunters. Also, we're brought to you by Mossberg. Mossberg.com, and we've got some new guns showing up here shortly. Yes, we over will
1: have, unders. The new, we'll have some over-unders. Me and Andy will be shooting over-unders for our TV show, and we will have. they are providing guns again for our Gold Star Hunt. Can't say a thank you enough for that. There will be eight young men and or women. I think there's a little girl or two coming this year. For the Gold Star Hunt, Mossberg is very, very, very charitable of them. I don't even know if that's the word I should use. It's very nice of them to donate these guns to these kids for a great cause. It's a great company. The 940 Waterfowl, we shot those last year. Great guns. Reach out, grab you a Mossberg, shoot it and try it and see if you don't like it. They're good guns.
0: Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoors Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. It's going to save my back all this coming Waterfowl season. And they've got a brand new blind caddy coming out. Keep, I'm going to be able to just be like having a TV dinner in there. I'll have a place for my coffee to go and I'll have me a little workstation set up. So alphaoutdoorspecialties.com, you can go there, you can hit the shop button and all of their stuff, you can see what all they're coming up with. So
1: great guys, the flooded timber guys, I'm telling you right now, their gun magnet that goes on the trees is the best thing I've ever seen for flooded timber.
0: And be looking for that blind caddy because it's what I'm going to be using all year long. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Logan and Rebel put on a great show. If you like this one, head over to their Patreon account, Patreon, and just type in the Looking Glass Podcast, and you can be a part of the group of degenerates that are listening to their show. They're hilarious. It is a great way of killing long road trips, listening to Logan and Rebel. And, you know, every once in a while, you'll gain a little bit of knowledge. So Logan and Rebel are great dudes, and we always look forward to seeing them out here at the Big Hunker Lodge. So check them out on Patreon. Subscribe to everything they got going on and get prepared to laugh. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Dove season's just around the corner. We are in full off season or full preparation for Dove Eve out here at the Big Hunker Lodge. It's going to be here before we know it. We got a couple dates available. Give us a call, 940-658-3172. Ask for Shin Gears Husky Model because he's the one that answers the phone and. We will have your email.
1: I have the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I have an opening then. And I think I have, I actually have a weekend. I have a, the November 17th, 18th weekend. I have a group opening then had a group move their date to another date. So that is open. That's all I have in November, the Monday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and that weekend before Thanksgiving, I think, is the weekend that I have a, a spot for one group. Hunting's outstanding then. That's a great time to come. I still got some times, some days in December. Got the week after Christmas and the week before Christmas. I have a couple spots open still. So anyways, give me a call. We appreciate you listening to us and check out all of our stuff we have. We've got the Patreon account, the big honker podcast. We got the YouTube channel. It's got a giveaway. Don't forget it. Thank you. God bless you and be safe.
0: All right, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I. Opening weekend is in the books. We got some fantasy football drafts that has taken place. Uh, big Colorado victory over TCU. I know TCU's rebuilding, whatever. Uh, anyway, we run through everything going on in the football, hunting, politics. It's One of those type of episodes. Music, a lot of music in this episode. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver.
0: Those nines are the real deal. Guys were shooting them out here all last weekend and poor Dove didn't even stand a chance. So, smoke show city. Go to bossshotshells.com, get your Stanfield nines. Teal season's coming up and I'm ready to see what they do up against the Teals. So, I have a feeling it's going to be similar results.
1: Well, them suckers are good. We tested them last year and they shoot <clears throat> excellent. So they do order them from Boss Direct. Call them up, tell them you need the Stanfield nines. They can ship them directly to you, and they've got them in 20s and 12s. I don't know if they're going to have any 410s and 28s, but 20s and 12s. Also, I'd like to say a happy birthday to Harry in Heaven, who's not here with us no more. So, RIP, RIP. We
0: didn't have anybody in the draft last night to take all the Cowboys and defenses way too early. That's
1: why CD Lamb fell to the third round to me. That's right. So, Jacob Britton, I drafted CD Lamb. So, you always get on to me about being a Cowboy hater and We'll see how many damn passes he drops this year. Or so
0: he dropped four last year.
1: Yeah, but they were in big crucial moments. Oh, were they? They were all for first downs. Oh, all for first downs. Yep. All four throughout the season. You so. know who CD looks like? Uh... You'll never guess. Anyways, do you ever remember uh, Friday where they had the Christmas show? No, and the, the dad and brothers got brothers barbecue and uh, Day Day and and um, Mike Epps Mm-mm. are uh. They're um, security guards. Top flight security of the world. Right. They have a Christmas party, and Santa Claus is going around stealing Christmas trees and shit.
2: hmm
1: That's fucking C.D. Lamb. Pull him up on the deal, and you're going to say, wow, that does look just like C.D.
0: Well, he's got Santa Claus shit all over. Yeah, him.
1: but he's got the old, the old, not the, I don't know what you call that, hairstyle and shit. Got that skinny look to him. That's C.D. Lamb right there. Hmm. I'm telling you. And he runs like CD's fast. I love me some C.D. Lamb.
0: Uh... I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna love him this
1: year. Oh, he's all. I'm all about CD. Should be.
0: He's a good. He's a good player. Real good player.
1: He is. He is a great player. I'm just not a. I just. I mean, he's a good Dallas Cowboy. It's hard for me to really like many of them. I've had Dak numerous times on my team. I like Dak as a person. So, anyways, and and R.I.P. to the LSU Tigers.
0: Yeah, that's sad.
1: They're out for the year, basically. Ain't yeah. that suck? You get beat before before Labor Day. And your basic chances of making it to the – getting to play for the ship are done. Right. They hired Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. You're getting a Brian Kelly football team. Yep. I I, I couldn't believe they hired him in the first place. (sighs) Sad deal.
0: But somebody was going to walk away and not have it. So, I mean, it's either going to be them or Florida State.
1: It's just the way the cricket state crumbled. has got it eat. I told Payne last night I said listen I said here's the advantage LSU has if LSU wins out the rest of the year they're right in the middle of it again
2: right. because you're
1: going to win through the SEC if you beat Alabama and you beat Georgia and you went out you're going to be in the in the in the show
2: uh-huh.
1: The problem is Florida State isn't got nobody else to beat except Clemson They got a powder puff schedule after this shit Right So it looks really good for Florida State so it's better to be a Seminole today than an LSU Tiger for damn sure and I, I don't think LSU is bad as they let Florida State run on them and stuff. I, I think they're in big trouble.
0: It's sad. They're always – I always like to root for LSU. They're a fun team to root for. But
1: A lot of good two-nances hunt with us, good people. They are. They are. But
0: speaking of Florida State, guys, here did you see this? Uh, they were asking
1: – No, my cousin June Bull. They were asking <laughs> Dion. He was a crackhead and a good – Good dude though, but he was very athletic because he was still stuck when I came home from college and couldn't ever catch him.
0: They were asking uh Dion if Bo Jackson was the most athletic guy that he'd ever come across. And this is his answer.
1: Could never catch him. And he would sell it. And I would have to go get it back at the hood in the from the, from the drug dealers. He was probably the most athletic, my cousin Jumbo. <laughs> but next to that, I think it was Bo.
0: Is he the next to that was Bug. bug. Everybody knows the June bug. A June, bug. A a June, bug. Yeah, June bug the crackhead. He was a crackhead that nobody could ever catch him. Um, Is Dion
1: Ar- Sanders better now than he ever was when he played?
0: I think he's got that I think he's got that uh like a, that dead dog mentality. That, that's what I was gonna use, yes. Right, well,
1: yeah. He's he never had a bad day when right. you look back on him, but you know right. damn well he did. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But
0: he was now he was insanely athletic. They said he was just as good a basketball player as he was football and baseball. Um, if he would have put his mind to track, he would have a gold medal by now. So, um, but yeah, I think he's kind of got that mystique around him right now.
1: It's like Tom Brady. 10 years from now, Tom Brady would have went 417-0 and as a quarterback, right. basically. Yeah. Because he's going to get better. as It's like wine. It ages with time. And, I watched Dion from college to the pros, and he was really good. And he was a cowboy, and he was a lockdown corner. But it seems like he's better as he's gotten as he's retired. He's gotten better since he retired than he really was. And he was really, really, really good. That kid that he's coaching at Colorado now—they played TCU, and he he lined up against TCU's number one. Mm -hmm. TCU's number one last year was a first-round draft pick. I don't know what the kid is. I don't know what TCU's got. Nobody does. It's early season. First, first game of the year. <coughs> and a lot of teams that are ranked higher are not that good, and there's teams that ain't ranked at all that are going to be very good, especially with the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that kid locked down a really good receiver or not, but the kid damn sure is a hell of an athlete to play both sides of the ball the way he did.
0: But none of this is Colorado's fault. Like, everybody's no. trying to hand-wave away what Colorado did. It's amazing. Goin- going into week one,
1: TCU was a ranked team. Yes. You only beat who you're scheduled.
0: So, I mean, it's not Colorado's fault that whoever makes the rankings gave TCU a high ranking, and it's not Colorado's fault that Vegas gave them a, a, a three-touchdown spread. Uh, yeah. None of that's Colorado's fault. No. I, and So, you can hand-wave what you want away. You can say, well, TCU's not the same. That's right. That's 100% right. But regardless, they went into Fort Worth playing a ranked team, and they were three-touchdown dogs.
1: In 130-degree weather. So... Now, we watched the game. Like I think most everyone did, and it was a great football game. It was.
0: TCU, That's my kind of football game.
1: TCU did not help themselves. What do you mean? Well, they had two, They threw two interceptions inside the five yard line.
0: Yeah,
2: they hurt
1: themselves a, a couple of times. But I'm saying the game was a great game. It came. You know, I was listening to a guy last night talk about yeah, Colorado. It wasn't a blowout football game. It was a game until the last possession. Yeah. I mean, TCU s- turned the ball over on downs. Mm-hmm. At the fifty-yard line with a chance to win the game. It was a great football game. Yep. Now, if Nebraska somehow beats Colorado, which I do not think will happen, but Matt Rule is a good football coach, mm-hmm. and if they'll give time for, if they'll leave him alone in Nebraska, he he's not Scott Frost. I think that I would not be surprised if Nebraska plays Colorado pretty close. Really. I really would not be surprised. That will take all the luster off Colorado. Now, if Colorado goes in and blows out Nebraska by four touchdowns, that USC South Carolina, or that USC game with Colorado is going to be a big football game. Well, and
0: they play they play Oregon the week before that. Who does Colorado?
1: They play Oregon and SC. Yep. Well, yeah, I weeks. guess Oregon's in their conference, so that would happen.
0: Back to back weeks. Yeah, I think uh, they've got Nebraska, Colorado State, and then uh, Oregon. And SC.
1: Who do you think had the most disappointing this weekend? LSU? most disappointing weekend. Okay, LSU. I wasn't going to put LSU in there. And Texas Tech. I was going to say TCU, Texas Tech, or Baylor.
0: Tech, because you're going to Wyoming.
1: Baylor got beat by Texas State.
0: Yeah, but Wyoming, other than Josh Allen, Wyoming is, you know, they've never had anything go their way.
1: Did you watch the game? I did not. Okay. I watched
0: a little bit out here, and then. Um, we
1: watched the entire game at the house. When we got home from Dub season, we watched the whole second half. It was a late no. game. And it went into double overtime. Yeah. And I'm not to tell,
0: tell you what happened. My what, grandfather said me that the quarterback looked like shit. He said, they got to make a quarterback change.
1: I want to tell you what the problem is. Wyoming looks like a pedestrian rich white kid school. Oh, really? I think they had two black guys that started. They're not a fast team at all. And, that they, did, and they didn't look very athletic. So we didn't even get out. So, ath- we didn't even get out, out athletic. No, and that's that's. And I'm not saying somebody from Wyoming's like, God dang, my cousin plays there. He, well, I'm not saying they don't have some good athletes. They do. They're playing Division One football, but they look slow. But if that's what Tech is going to be having trouble with <laughs> when they're facing Oklahoma and Texas uh, and Oklahoma uh, State,
0: might be ugly. it might
1: be a long fucking year for them. I'm telling you. In Houston, it's got some athletes. And everybody
0: was so excited about the recruits that Tech brought in. Well, they're freshmen.
1: <laughs> the transfer yeah. portal has really fucked up football, though.
0: Why? Because it's pushed everything four years down the line? Like no, You can't you tell just, what you
1: got for two years? Well, no. You just don't know that the team you're playing against, like Oklahoma's had their back against the ball the last six years, and then they pull in Kyler Murray, and then they pull in Jalen Hurts, and then all of a sudden, so and all these other teams are doing the same thing. The kid that was the big stud for Florida State last night, I think he played for Michigan State last year, the wide receiver. Right. And he was a freaking stud. But I just I think it's changed football, and so it's going to be hard to. It, you just don't know what you got until after the, and who everybody else has until the season's four or five weeks in, because of the transfer portal.
0: You know, people that make the line on these games have to hate that, they have to just take an ass raping.
1: Well, they dump that money the, off on somebody else for the first month of the year. That's how that works. Well, I, and I'm assuming in Vegas does the same thing. If you got 20 million bet on the Cowboys, then you want 20 million bucks vote on New York, right. and then you make 10 percent profit in the middle. Yeah. That's that's the goal to the bookie. But it's got to be hard to make these lines. Oh, I would think so. Those guys are really good at what they do, and it's amazing how close they are.
0: I mean, well, they weren't in TCU.
1: No. but They and weren't was, in Texas Tech. There was another 20-point dog, too, that won. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think of who it was. <clears throat> Maybe Texas State against Baylor. I think that's what it was. I think Baylor was 20-point favorites over Texas State.
0: For Blake Sanity, I really hope Nebraska plays Colorado close. I, well, Close. That was just like like when we got to the fourth quarter. So like when when we were watching the Colorado TCU game, and Colorado was ahead the whole time. You know, you start getting to the fourth quarter, and it's like no matter how this turns out, even if they lose by a field goal, which I know is not the outcome that they want, but like they've already done what they needed to do. They proved that they're, they're they proved that they could know. do it. Now, even if you if you lose by a field goal, so even if even if Nebraska loses to Colorado if they can keep it close and they can contend with them and make them win on the last drive, that will be a big boost for Nebraska fans, I think.
1: What, what got me was I saw, it might have been on the podcast page, a guy was bitching about TCU. Well, you know, they were so overrated last year, blah, 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 blah. So you as an Ohio State fan are bitching about TCU who beat Michigan, who won the Big Ten last year over Ohio State. Right. TCU played everybody on their schedule and they won last year. They got blown out by a great Georgia football team. But other than that, they didn't get beat nobody. They beat Michigan, the Big Ten champions. So you can say what you want to say about them. Now, I think if Michigan were to play TCU 10 times, I think Michigan would have won seven or eight times, though. right? I think it took the perfect recipe for TCU to beat them. But they was there. And they deserved to be there. They beat everybody they can, and they got beaten the last game of the year. Now – that's not the same team that played Colorado yesterday. And I understand that. Not by any means at all. I got that. But they still was a good football team. They're a solid football team. Colorado played great. I don't understand. Do people in Nebraska hate Colorado more or do they hate Iowa more?
0: I think all the attention's going to Colorado now, so I think it's Colorado. Nebraska is only a two-and-a-half-point dog in this game.
1: That's probably a pretty close bet.
0: So the over-under is 58-and-a-half.
1: The, the under's what now?
0: 58 and a half? Over or under is 58 and a half.
1: I would take the under. Really? I don't think Nebraska can score 15 points. Yeah, but well, that's true too. I mean, But t- if Colorado
0: plays like they did last week, they're gonna score 45.
1: Well, they might. So.
0: And that's the other like, We'll, we'll get more answers as the year
1: goes. It was on, an interesting but, game. It was a fun game to watch. Was. That was a good game. I so, hope
0: that's how I hope Thursday night when when the Chiefs play the Lions, fifty-two to forty-nine would be a perfect I game. I fucking forty-five, forty-two, and let's let's keep it. It's rolling. exciting
1: football. It is. That's what people want to see.
0: Nobody wants to see a defensive battle.
1: No, and nobody wants to see nobody run the ball all the time anymore. Either. They
0: said when when uh, TCU had to start throwing the ball that that was counterintuitive to everything that was making their offense go. Yeah, they because like when you were watching the game in the third, late third, early fourth quarter, they were just ripping off eight-yard chunks every time they drove it up the middle. Yeah, I kept Colorado. thinking they were
1: fixing to take over the game.
0: But, like, you get to this situation where the clock starts working against you, and now you have to start throwing the football, and it just that's not where they were making their yardage in the second half.
1: They had a four-point lead, and they were running the ball, and they got inside the 10. And I told Payne, I said, uh-oh, I said, this 20 points might happen here. Because I said, I have a feeling they're fixing to go up by 11 right now. Right. And then they threw an interception. Yeah, And then Colorado went and scored on a long run Or long play or some shit And then they come back and scored again But every time I would think TCU's fixing to get the yeah. Things going, they'd fuck themselves but Or or, or Colorado took it from them. I'm not saying they didn't give it to him But that one kid is really good And he's going to be a legit Heisman deal Because he plays both ways and he's good But he is damn sure a better cornerback than he is receiver
0: But they said, like, if he catches that touchdown that he dropped And he also dropped an interception He's, he's leading the Heisman race
1: Eh, yeah, I don't know about that. Who, who are well, you? that's what Dion's saying. That ain't happening. The kid at USC's the Heisman's his to lose. Caleb. Yeah, if he comes out and throws the ball for four sixty and six touchdowns and completes eighty five percent of his passes, like he does,
0: so that makes the game with Colorado even more interesting.
1: That Heisman that Ga- that implications. Game, that game's liable to be ninety to sixty five. But SC yeah, SC has a lot of athletes on defense too. And you know you got.
0: Offensive genius, future Hall of Famer, Cliff Kingsbury.
1: Or just let's go with Lincoln Riley. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, who's coached more Heismans? Cliff. No. No. Cliff's had one Heisman. Who? Uh, Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Okay, who'd, who'd Lincoln Riley have? Uh, Didn't he have Kyler Murray?
0: That's one for one.
1: Didn't he have Jalen Hurts? Uh, Was he already gone? Baker Mayfield.
0: I don't think he was there for that. Uh, we Baker Mayfield did not
1: play for Mike Stoops. Cliff Kingsbury had Baker Mayfield also. He didn't coach him to Heisman, though. He would have wanted it. Didn't Baker Mayfield win the Heisman? Didn't Oklahoma have back-to-back Heisman trophy winners?
0: I can look it up. I don't remember.
1: I think Baker won the Heisman, and so did Kyler Murray did. I know Kyler did. And I think they both won them. And I ain't so sure Jalen Hurts didn't win the damn thing. Mm, Yeah. Who?
0: It was uh, Baker, Kyler, Joe, Devontae Smith. Okay, Joe. Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. Okay. Derrick Henry was a Heisman winner
1: in 2015. I did not realize. I would have lost big money on that. But anyways, Cliff Kingsbury has won.
0: Should Reggie Bush get his Heisman back? Yes. I feel like he should. After watching the Johnny Manziel documentary and seeing all the shady shit that he was doing, like Reggie Bush should get his Did Heisman getting back. Getting
1: paid make any difference on how he played football? Mm-hmm. No. It's not like he was taking steroids. Right.
0: And I mean, you've got Johnny Manziel out there being like this is what happened and cuz didn't they retroactively take away Reggie Bush's? Like he was he under investigation? <coughs> well, I mean, Johnny Manziel was under investigation. What about
1: investigation. everybody?
0: But it wasn't they
1: should they let everybody out of prison that sold marijuana in places it's legal now? I would think so, yeah, so if you break a law and then they change it, it's not breaking the law no more. They should let you out of jail
0: yes i i mean i I am for like let's let's get as many nonviolent offenders out of jail to make more room for violent offenders.
1: That makes sense. Actually, it sounds stupid, but it makes lots of sense. On my part, it sounds stupid. Well, it just sounds stupid. We're gonna let people out of jail to put more people in jail, but it does make sense. Well, I
0: mean, you got violent offenders that are. I agree. You know, I'm, they get a slap on the wrist when I'm, you got a guy that sold marijuana thirty years ago that got a forty
1: year sentence. And I, it's just, I I don't have a problem. I just asked you the question, what you thought on it, because yes, Reggie Bush should have him. I get to, Pete Rose should be in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. Reggie Bush should have his Heisman. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Should Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you took what you took to woke up. You have to take a round or a bat that's that's a cylinder, and you have to hit a round ball that's round, not like the earth, round like the ball, mm-hmm. and knock it out of a ballpark. And that's hard to do. Yeah. I don't give a shit who you are. And so they should all be in there. But, yes, Reggie Bush should get his Heisman back. O.J. should have his Heisman. Did they take it away from him? Yes. Why? I I don't know. I don't understand. With what you do outside of football, has anything to do with what you did in football? I
0: didn't realize they took OJ's. Heisman I, th- I think they away.
1: took. I know. I know USC took it down. I think they took it away from him, and I don't know why. What What they should have done though is make him auction that off and give to them families. I got no problem with that. But that that I'm pretty sure they took it away from him. Hmm. But yes, Reggie Bush should still have his Heisman,
0: or he should get it back.
1: First of all, who the fuck comes and takes it?
0: I guess the Heisman Committee and I
1: just told him to go kiss my ass. Right,
0: but I mean, you know, especially with what, especially with this Johnny Manziel documentary. If Johnny gets to keep his, Reggie Bush should get his back, is what I think.
1: And then today, everybody can get paid. Yeah, exactly. I saw Caleb Williams on a damn uh, Wendy's commercial with Matt Leinart. Hmm. I mean, here's a guy starting for USC on a Wendy's commercial, a nationwide Wendy's commercial, and I don't blame Wendy's. Mm
0: uh-uh. No.
1: Now, the kid from Colorado is not real pretty. The oh, Travis is, Hunter. No, he's not a pretty kid. He's not a real pretty specimen. Well, I, don't I mean, think. I
0: don't think that has anything. But, to do well, with But
1: well, what you know. I'm saying was, if I was a company right now, a nationwide company, and I wanted to get me someone to that 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 kid would be who I would be after right now.
0: Oh, I'm sure he's got plenty of offers after Saturday. I don't I don't think he's uh, hurting in the cash department.
1: Now, everybody's talking. It's kind of like LeBron's son. Oh, he's going to be a lottery pick. Oh, Deion's son's going to be like... I don't know how good Deion's son really is. We played one game still.
0: We'll find but out. But he
1: looks really good. But We will find out how good he is if he's a legit quarter, uh, NFL quarterback.
0: If he keeps doing that. But he, he th- threw
1: the ball well. He did. And he that's did. that's the key to the whole thing.
0: A lot of good reads. So A lot to be excited about if you are a Colorado fan. And Nebraska could have had him. Could all been in Nebraska.
1: <laughs> Oh, that's why they hate that. I just now put that <laughs> together now. Okay, now because I asked Blake, I said, "Why do y'all hate fucking Dion in them?" So, I just get sick and tired of hearing about him. Did they offer him money? No, I don't think. I don't think it. it he that was, was a big move when Colorado hired him. He
0: was rumored to be looking at Nebraska. It might have just been rumors,
1: but yeah, they should have jumped on him.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, Colorado, twenty eight million dollars a year didn't have the money, and or it might not be a year, but twenty eight million dollar deal and. Didn't have the money, but knew they were going to get it, and now they're sold out. They
1: like could go around Aspen and Vale and pass the hat around and come up with the money for him. I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah, no, they said they more than covered there. They said they're good. They got they got the donations. They got the
1: that team fits football in. Sold out. You're going to get sick of Deion Sanders because he's going to play your Red Raiders every year. But that that offense fits, fits into the Big Twelve. When
0: does that happen? Next, Next year? year. I'll have to go to that game. They play in Lubbock. I'm getting tickets.
1: Colorado, TCU, Baylor. All them teams run that offense. Houston, be really good. Let's talk about what's going on. We're going to do a Fox News segment today. We're going to, we're going to highlight the headlines on Fox News. We're going to talk about them. Burning Man. We can, go, we can start with Burning Man. I don't really know a lot about Burning Man other than what my uncle Larry used to go to Burning Man 20 years ago. Hmm. He'd come by the house one year after he had left there and um sunburn and dehydrated. he looked oh he looked looked like a withered up old fart is what he <laughs> looked like and he was he was 55 60 years old when he went and he was he he was retired and lived in phoenix and him and a bunch of guys were there and they would take a motor home drive out in the middle of the desert and he said what they would do was he said everything was on trade and barter back then mm-hmm. you trade and barter but they would fill up their motor home with cases of beer hmm and he said they would have. They, he said they had enough beer that they would make sofas out of them, wow. and they would sit on these beer cases around there. And then he said we'd watch all the good looking women walk by half naked all day long. <clears throat> well, it was a 55-, 60 year old man. I could understand would be pretty interesting. Right, and be a people watching. And he, but he, he told me he goes, it was just a whole, whole different breed of people out there.
0: A fucking bunch of weirdos.
1: Uh, and he, he said basically it was that too. But he said it was fun to watch. He said tired, we ain't missing nothing from work or nothing, and do it. Well, I guess this year they got some monsoon rains there. Sounds like it.
0: But the uh, the QAnons, evidently Ebola's everywhere, and people are getting uh, boils popping up and coughing up coagulated blood, and sixty thousand people are stranded; they can't get out.
1: And I said, Chris Rock walked six miles, and somebody picked him up hitchhiking. No way. Yeah, look at I just I just read the damn thing just earlier today. Hmm. A list comedian hikes six miles. Chris Rock and Diplo, whoever the fuck Diplo is. Shared their burning a man escape on social media. Chris Rock, the 50-year-old comedian and 44-year-old DJ, made it out or walking for six miles in the mud and hitch and ride with a fan who offered them a lift on the back of his pickup truck. Diplo documented their adventure in a video shared on Instagram that showed Rock and a group of people packed together in the back of a truck. Rock can be heard just saying, how about it? He wants a cold brew
0: coffee. <laughs> okay. Go to uh, Dirty Duck. They got, they got you taken care of.
1: You imagine who is this chot? Oh, that's Chris Rock.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at this asshole needing a ride.
1: But what I didn't, what I don't understand, Diplo, whoever the hell he is, is getting on a private jet to go to Washington, D.C. for some so pretty good. Chris Rock should be a man of pretty deep pockets. Would you not figure? Yeah. Would you not figure he'd just get somebody to call in a fucking helicopter and come pick him up?
0: Depends on how deep this rabbit hole you want to go. FEMA, they're they're, they're alleging that this is now, uh, oh, FEMA's coming in and shutting everything down.
1: They've got the airport shut down there.
0: It seems to me like this is a Woodstock 2000 type of thing. Like rain and just nastiness all over the ground. And I don't know anything about Ebola. I don't know how you get Ebola.
1: I don't think it's just born and out in the desert. Somebody had to have it.
0: Right. And I guess with all the water and everybody walking through it, but um, I've read, I'm trying to find it now. It was on TikTok, but or no, it was on Twitter, actually. I bet I can do it that way.
1: Do you think if the alphabet agencies wanted to put Ebola in a system, that would be a perfect environment and a Petri dish for it? Yeah. I mean, you got people isolated. They can't get out. They said that... Um. um
0: This is the Q people. The government spread Ebola through the rain. So,
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. That's what they think. Mm. Let me... You know, on your 20-30% deal, I'm like at about less than 1% that that happened.
0: You don't think so? No. Hard out on that?
1: No, that's a hard, hard, hard out. Now, our government infecting someone with Ebola and and putting them in the crowd there and knowing they were going to have a weather event because everybody knew it was going to rain a bunch? They did know that? Well, yeah, it was not—I mean, it was—Hurricane was just coming in on that deal. But that's a perfect place to infect a bunch of weirdos. But those are the people that, the, those are, the people that are controlled easy by the government anyways, I think, because most of those people going there are pretty much liberals anyways, aren't they?
0: I've, I've never been to Burning Man. I have no desire to go to Burning Man. If no. there's one thing that I hope for my children—
1: They don't go to Burning Man.
0: Just don't go to any fucking music festival just nothing's nothing's gonna come good of it like you know just you never went to a music festival and had fun i've never been to a music festival well what my, do we consider a music wanna...
1: festival an outdoor concert <clears throat> i've never been to a music like, festival like i've a, been to like outdoor... a week long like what no, like a week no, long you're
0: sleeping in a tent and dropping acid and you're there for a week and you know just don't do that shit any and and any girl that goes to a music festival is a fucking whore like she, woo, wow she's you know you that's what it, that's what it is i mean you go out there you take a bunch of illicit drugs and you fucking throw your ass in the circle
1: and that's what it is she's a whore so some girl can't be dating a guy and they go to a music festival together they're swapping they're <laughs> swappers if you're at a music festival with your girlfriend <laughs>
0: No, I wouldn't want to go to. So a You're fucking... not talking
1: about just a weekend country concert. You're no, I'm talking... talking like
0: a like Burning Man, like okay. a week long. If you're at Burning, if you're at Burning Man, with, so every woman your...
1: that went to Burning Man's a whore. You're saying
0: she's putting her ass in a circle, boy. <laughs> Throw that ass in a circle, girl. Taking drugs, you know. You go with him. It's it's the peace and love movement. It's okay. all that it is. Um, I'm trying to find some
1: of this stuff.
3: So
0: if I told you, whore you're... might have been a strong word. If you, if I told Slutty. you, your
1: grandma went to Woodstock.
0: Slutty. Yeah, I know what she did there. And I would I would know what grandma Now, she did not do that. But um, yeah, if if somebody were like, Yeah, I was at Woodstock, it's like, oh, Yeah, a train ran on you is what ended up happening. That's why you got that. That's why you fucking gouch eyed. Because so you got that
1: caboose on you, girl.
0: Yeah, that's why you walked a little limp. You're still walking that off from Woodstock. I can't find any of the videos from that I was watching about burning. Uh, but you know, they got, they've man. got the airport shut down. That, and I think, uh, from what I'd read, one of the jets that landed that was flown out of there was, like, immediately quarantined as soon as they landed in LAX,
1: and, like, it's a big deal. Wherever they land, it's a big deal. Do you trust our government there? That's the problem. Nobody trusts the government.
0: Well, I mean, could Ebola have been spread by the government there? Sure.
1: That, but what I'm saying, if, I mean, if we have not learned anything about our government lately is they are real big on fucking censoring what they want to censor. Right. Um The deal in Hawaii. I still don't understand what's going on there. You got this big night, this 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 fishing village that they said was a beautiful place is burned to the ground, mm-hmm. but certain, certain stuff didn't burn and some did. We've got a mutual friend from Hawaii. He told me he thought it was taken down by the power lines because because they've done a terrible job of what of doing them. But the response by our federal government has been absolutely horrible. Now your man the Rock, who's a fucking sellout, I think. Also, mm-hmm. him and Oprah have teamed together. Yeah, have between you read them, that? between them, they're worth four and a half billion dollars. Right. I'm not a wealthy person by any means. I'm not even have the R in rich. I am poor with the capital, o, with the 000 and o 000 in the middle, poor. Mm-hmm. And I still could donate some money to give to them, but I don't trust a fucking soul out there. But if someone in Hawaii, I could donate some money straight to them, I would. If I had Oprah and Rock's money and stuff, mm-hmm. I would have no problem at all Getting around and calling all my wealthy friends and raising 50 to $100 million. Right. And taking it to there and doing something with it without doing it. They said the person that's in charge of their trust has got a $400,000 salary already. Wow. That's where all that fucking money's going. Right. It's kind of like the Haiti fund the Clintons did. Haiti's still a shithole 20 years later. Yeah. Where all that money go to. You know, every time, and with the Red Cross, I don't trust the Red Cross either. Something f- f- uh, fishy is going on in Hawaii, and I'll tell you another thing, too. They've got military blockades around those neighborhoods. I was at Moore, Oklahoma. They had an F5 fucking tornado wipe out half a town, killed a bunch of people, leveled it. They didn't right. have any military blockades blocking shit off. Right. Those people need help and stuff. They won't even let people get to their property. Why?
0: Um, <clears throat> I guess the, what The Rock and Oprah did was basically they set up infrastructure for when people donate their money. So the money that they basically created a company. Yes. Is all that they did. And then they're going to get all this money donated to them. And then it's a, which if the guy that's ended up has a $400,000 salary, well,
1: that's where the money's going. Right. It's just to prop up more of their own shit. But what I also read, and you don't ever know how true any of this shit is. And so you it's hard to trust any of it, but I had read that there's people already offering these people that are put out, money for their property at about 10% of what it was worth. Mm -hmm. Sounds to me like it's a big land grab fixing to come happening up there. And I'll bet you in five years, if you look at the deeds on all that property, it's going to be to Oprah and rock and a bunch of rich celebrities are going to own all that stuff.
0: I got to remember my ex sign in.
1: And it's a shame that we're that point in life, but that's the way everybody feels about it. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's nothing good that seems to come out of the world right now. And it's very still, is Twitter gonna be, go back to Twitter? Is it always gonna be called X? No, it's X, Jeff. Because I always forget to read Twitter because I used to see the little the bird all the time. Mm-hmm. And so now i see X and I was like, Oh shit, and I go read it. Because I'm a Twitter fan. I don't tweet, but I read Twitter all the time because I can look up anything and you can kind of get a little truth about what's really out there because you get both sides on it.
0: Right. Uh shit.
1: You forgot your download?
0: I, yeah, it's all it's on my phone and I don't know. Anyway, all the all the all the Burning Man stuff was on X, so I was trying to log into it. But evident they're telling people to shelter in place. Like how are you gonna tell sixty thousand people shelter in place? There's no food, they're there's in no the place, water. there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, but there's no there's nothing there for them to eat, drink, like it's a shithole. Well, so
1: I and, don't know what's gonna end up happening. And, and here's this is what's another really sad thing about that is the government, it's not hard for them to take a military helicopter. 29 Palms or whatever it is, is not probably but a two-hour helicopter ride or an hour helicopter ride away from them. loaded up with humanitarian shit. If it's just cases of water and granola bars and go take it to them.
0: Look at that. That's Burning Man. I don't know what that is. But... They buried that fucking... Buried that fucking Jeep. So... I pray that my kids do not ever go to Burning Man or any music festival.
1: One of your kids will never go there.
0: Like, I mean, is that the girl you want to bring home to mama? Is that the kind of chick that you want?
1: No, she's too skinny. Well, I mean, that has got that's, some big feet on her, though. That's the, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck.
0: That disqualifies you right there. You dress yeah. her like you're in fucking Mad Max.
1: She's got my Michael Obama shoe, or feet. She's just trying to get her boobs fixed, though. Good for her. God. Fucking
0: nothing but betas out there. That's why I don't want my kids to go. You're beta. Billionaire's private jet. Stuck. Basically, this is... Uh...
1: I am going to be completely 100% honest with you. Crazy. When I was 20 years old, I'd have been all about going to that.
0: Eight, 8 nv 88NB is Burning Man's private airport that they set up for incoming and outgoing flights to the festival. In the last week, about 880 flights have operated there. Most of them were charters, right, private planes. So the number of tied out aircraft is really unclear. They have no idea. They close down the airport, the ingress and the egress have halted until further notice and no driving is permitted except for emergency vehicles, which makes the next closest airport, Reno, which is about 135 miles away. Light traffic in and out of there as of today. Everyone's been told to shelter in place, but two mega rich people are getting out and they got out in a spectacular fashion. After walking six miles, they did this. Diplo and Chris Rock escaped by jumping on the back (laughs) of a fan's van, I guess. Poor Chris Rock. Hasn't he been through enough for weekly real estate and money stories free?
1: Anyway, so that's burning, man. I'm going to look up right now on my flat map. What? I have have an app that shows flats.
0: You don't think that guy was telling you
1: the truth? No, I'm gonna look and see right now what the flight. That's what he was on flight app. It's on the same flight deal.
0: Mm. Horrible. Horrible. Did they even get to set the thing? Did they even get to set Burning Man on fire?
1: I don't know. Renewed Donner's Pass. I
0: mean, it's just the same as it's just Bohemian Grove is all it is for a bunch of other people that aren't uber wealthy what do you think that uh what do you think that that was There's in no the,
1: flights out of there
0: what do you think was in the envelope at george bush senior's oh i senior's saw that too this weekend bush <sighs> senior's funeral
1: that's one thing then life i will never know that it was i think it would be neat to know what it was in there i'm going to say it was it was something that was scary to those people
0: cuz look at i mean they're all just like you got Jeb there, hand over her heart. Laura, as Bush senior's walking by.
1: Somebody said, not somebody. I read a deal, and of course, ever nobody knows for sure, but people think that whoever's running the country, the deep state, right now, had a picture of George Bush that they didn't want nobody to see. That was something that was released. A lot of
0: people say that it's that. They know everything. I'm sorry, George H.W. Bush. Because everybody, here, 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 I think here's the video that I was talking about. Because every, I think everybody got one. Trump and them did not get one.
1: Because he didn't do shit wrong.
0: But like if you watch them, they all kind of open it up at the same time. Who gives it to them though? Yeah, I think it was in their seats when they got there. But they've all got one. Well, I guess Melania might have George some.
1: looks like he's about to shit in his drawers.
0: Yeah, it's everybody's got one. Everybody's got whatever.
1: I used to really like that guy. That's a shame.
0: Whatever's there. It's not going to show him open it. But whatever it is, like Hillary Clinton looked like she. Maybe this is it. I need to do a better job of like. This stuff So Clinton gets it She's opening it now Biden got one But he didn't know What the fuck he was looking at He's confused as always And then there's Jeb After Laura reads it So I don't know It's interesting stuff though
1: Yeah Something we'll never know but it was obvious that it was something that was given to everybody but Trump. So it was the deep state.
0: If they didn't, if Trump did get it, then they didn't show it. He like, didn't get I, it. I don't know. If, he's
1: not in the group.
0: Well, he's definitely not that.
1: He's not in the deal. So, and you
0: know. may, I mean, whatever it was, it ruined a lot of. It ruined the Obamas' night, Clinton's night, Bush's night, Biden's night. So,
1: whatever it was, was whoever the puppet master is must have been. What do you think about them now they're pushing that uh they think the best way to do keep Trump from winning now is to just keep him off the ballot. If Trump was a bad guy that the left wants us to think he is in the media, would you not want him to run for president because me personally, I hope Joe Biden runs again. Right. I mean, gee, with that with that if there wasn't some weird shit going on we wouldn't even have Biden right now. We all know that. Everybody knows that in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get outside the United States. The media out there talks about it. But I want Joe Biden to run.
0: I don't think he's going to. They're going to do the old switcheroo last minute.
1: But that that's why I want Joe Biden to run because he can't win. But Joe Biden is their puppet. They love him because they can control him. They can't control Kamala. She's too fucking stupid. She'll talk.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's not going to be Biden, though. Who do you think it's going to be? It's not going to be Biden. I don't know.
1: I don't think it's going to be Big Mac either. I don't think Big Mac wants all the exposure.
0: Do you do a DNA test? See what chromosomes she's carrying around.
1: That, that she she does not want to be put in that spotlight, I don't think, because of all of this. Right. But, I mean, let's be honest. If she pulled her pants down and showed us her uh, her little woman thing, nobody would tr- believe it was true. They'd think it was fake anyway, so it don't matter at this point. But... I don't think she runs. I don't think the Democrats have a candidate. Gavin Newsom's not a candidate for him. California's a shithole now, too. The problem is they're gonna do the same thing they did the last election. If they in a fair election, they don't have a chance.
0: Right. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see who they who they bring up because I, I do not think that it's gonna be Biden. Well who who do you think maybe? I don't know. I mean
1: I mean we're we are now a year and two months out. It's gonna be late.
0: There's no doubt about it. It's going to be late.
1: I mean, they don't want your boy Kennedy.
0: Nope. Maybe they get The Rock and Oprah.
1: What's bad is somebody like that could run and people be like, oh, yeah, we need that. hmm But w- one of the problems the Democrats are facing now is they've lost the black vote. Yeah, they said
0: it Trump's up, like, over 20% with with uh, the black vote. And
1: I, and I bet it's more than, I bet it's around 25%. Right. In truth be known, you know? You can't get people to vote on. It. They, they they've done that for so long. I mean, it started with with LBJ, and they 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 promise and promise and promise, and they don't do anything. Yeah. And we've got some major issues on our in, in our inner cities,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the lack
1: of respect for the law, and just the shit that goes on is just absolutely ter- terrible. Well, now We always talk about. I always call people for what they are. The white trash at the Morgan Wallen concert. The chicks fighting. <laughs> Don't go to concerts, people. Your boy Morgan Wallen that you love. I don't love him. Did you see the, the the chick in the white? She was there to whip ass and take names. She
0: was. I don't know what led to all that, but
1: She went in the fucking bathroom and jerked that one chick out and punched her right in the fucking face.
0: I don't give a shit what you've done. You could have felt my wife up. I'm not chasing into a porta potty. I'll wait till you, I might wait till you come out, but I ain't going into that fucking cesspool.
1: Well, do not. To punch anybody. Do not take Jesse around Dan Reese if there's a porta potty around. Okay, we're
0: not going. We're not. We don't go to music festivals. So
1: that was just a concert. Well, either way, it's the same. Was that, thing. Was that Arrowhead Stadium? I don't know where that was. I think it was in Kansas City. Might
0: have been. Um, speaking of music, how 2004 Prince got left off of the top hundred best guitarists by the Rolling Stones. Look at this clinic that my boy Prince is about to put on.
1: I never said he wasn't a good No,
0: you fucking scoffed no, at me when I was said not he was... He's not Eddie Van Halen. You fucking scoffed at me. Huh. When I said he deserves to be one of the top guitar players. I mean...
1: He's not Eddie Van Halen, but he's good. Goodness. Just... Oh... He's a music genius. Oh, my god. Because he could play just not the guitar. He could do anything.
0: Look at him. Look at that.
1: Yeah, he's great. Look at that. He hadn't
0: even warmed up yet.
1: You wish you'd have seen him in person?
0: Not in a setting like that. Just him and a guitar up there would have been awesome, but...
1: You wouldn't want to go see Prince of Revolution?
0: I don't
2: know. If, if I god. could...
1: If I could go back, I've seen him. He's great. If I could go back in time, I would love to go to a Minneapolis nightclub when him and uh, oh my god, I can't think of his damn name Mm -hmm. that I like. Also, Morris Day played Morris Day in the time. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go back to nightclub when they were both playing together. That would have been awesome. People people sleep on Prince,
0: and I don't understand it.
1: I don't think people do. You just think because nobody anoints him as the greatest ever. He's good. I don't think he's the greatest ever. Uh, He's very, very, very good. But you know, what's the difference? It's all an opinion. It's kind of like fucking gymnastics. uh What's the difference between the top gymnast and the sixth gymnast? Not much. Someone's opinion. Right. Same with musicians. You know, you can't say he's the greatest. I think Eddie Van Halen's one of the greatest. I think Randy Rhodes, if he'd lived a full life, would have probably been the greatest. Um, You've got, uh, Jesus Christ, Watchtower. Can't think of his name now. Jimi Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, Prince. I mean there's lots of tons of great, and there's guys I've never even heard of that are great guitarists. Roy Clark was a great guitarist. He just played acoustic guitar most of the time. I mean there's Willie Nelson's a great guitarist.
0: Here's a video of uh, the evolution of Welcome to the Jungle. You, do you think you can handle this? It's pretty depressing. <laughs> He had some chops. We'll just get to the last decade. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Why is it not skipping ahead? Uh Uh-oh. We broke the internet.
1: Well, I saw him say that in person around 1989, maybe. Maybe.
0: Everything froze again
1: Why was it bad now When he does it
0: Oh Yeah it's pretty I um, wouldn't
1: go see them Now anyways You wouldn't No
0: You said you were Going to buy tickets
1: No I would have Until I've seen All this new shit Come out The The last one's really bad Oh god still one of the greatest do you riffs know ever. You I, agree.
0: <laughs> I agree, but that's one of those things you should have struck when the iron was hot, not be such an asshole, not be difficult to get along with, and you could have tripled your net worth. And I don't know what his net worth is how I mean, much probably money, got enough money to how, buy. He how, got enough money to fix How much
1: money do you think they lost out on for 10 years not cutting into oh, album? Fuck. I don't know. They were the greatest rock and roll band when they were playing. Because when did it say, when was
0: the last, it said they didn't play again until 2001.
1: Would they go from 1990? Uh, 93. To 2001 without it. During, the, during their peak times.
0: Left at the, left at the height. Oh, they were badass. That November rain. But it's one of those things. Do you burn out or do you just fade away?
1: Well, they fucking didn't fade away, though. Isn't that, that what it is? I think it's better yeah, to burn, burn out, to burn burn out than it is to fade away. They, they burned out, and then when they come back, they were burnt.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I always hate it when guys stick around too long and they try to reinvent themselves. That's Jimmy Buffett just died, and that's one good thing that Jimmy Buffett never did was he never tried to reinvent the wheel. He found what he was good at, and he stuck to it.
1: Well, that's a big loss for us old people. It is. Me and and Mom have been three or four times to see him. Mm -hmm. Great. Now, if he plays some of his new shit, everybody in the crowd was not impressed. No. We wanted to hear the old shit. We wanted to hear what we came for. Right. And Jimmy Buffett was the best at what he done. Now, Kenny Chesney is the next one on that list. Right. Kenny Chesney does not have to cut another song ever and can play his shit he's got now and play them until he's 78 years old also. And will die as one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Jimmy Buffett was a great entertainer. Jimmy Buffett was not a great singer. <coughs> he could not. He was not good at anything other than being an entertainer. This
0: says Axl Rose has a net worth of two hundred million dollars.
1: He'd be worth a billion if he would have kept playing music. <laughs> Kenny
0: Chesney has a net worth of one eighty. One
1: hundred eighty billion million. 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 Well, so you know. I wonder why that surprises me. That really shocks me.
0: I I did Kenny like. I don't know if Kenny ever caused a buzz like Guns N' Roses did.
1: No, but shit. He sells out every fucking thing he does, and he goes to number one. I don't know. Now worldwide, Royalty Kenny Chesney's maybe? not worldwide like Guns N' Roses was. Right. Them Japanese people they eat that fucking rock and heavy metal shit up or did?
0: Yeah, because he said, you know where you are, Tokyo.
1: Yeah, I mean that they eat that shit up. So, I. I don't know. I, I, that surprises me that Axl Rose has got more money than Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's got his own rum company,
0: I think now. Poor Slash is down there at ninety million. I don't know. I, I don't know how
1: to feel about that because you know. You... Well, if if he's worth two hundred million now, and he t- his peak time for the eight years that he could have been playing music, he'd probably be worth at least five hundred. Million or a billion dollars, probably. but it's one of
0: those things that's like it creates a mystique around them, right? Like if, like, if you're there and you're out there, and like people start to see you decline, and like when you just vanish, you're you're got this aura around you.
1: Well, he vanished because he was a dope head and an asshole.
0: Well, still. That's it, cre- it. it created a buzz around them. So
1: did Aerosmith, were they better to burn out and fade away? Because them some bitches, they burned out and they came <laughs> back better than come ever. come
0: back about three different times. I don't know. But not everybody. But they could have, if, if Aerosmith hadn't have reinvented them, if Aerosmith hadn't have come back the way that they did. Because run just, DMC.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you just th- like Def Leppard. I mean, you know, Def Leppard just just kind of went off into the sunset.
1: Well, they were good for but a little I, bit. And I
0: still think that they're playing now, but I wouldn't go Probably to Play at them.
1: casinos in Oshkosh or some shit. Would uh, you say Steven Tyler's got one of the best voices ever?
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: Better than Mick Jaggers. Well, yeah, wait, wait I don't understand the, the whole thing with the Rolling Stones.
0: No, I don't either.
1: I, I've never. And they're all still alive, aren't they?
0: Don't get me lying. Um, Rolling Stones, I can look it up. Come on Wikipedia
1: I'll, I'll give you a, a person That's funny the analogy of their lives Is is Axel Rose and David Lee Roth
0: uh-huh.
1: Axel Rose was a party animal So was David Lee Roth Axel Rose was a fucking asshole David Lee Roth was not David Lee Roth just liked to party And was an uncontrollable rich kid Who started singing Never ever. He's never had a struggle in his life I don't think Well, I'm assuming Axl Rose comes from a single mom that he got the shit beat out of him by his stepdad or his real dad or some shit. I don't even know Axl Rose's story, but I bet Axl Rose did not come from a real solid family where David Lee Roth did. Right. I think David Lee Roth's dad was a doctor in California.
0: Yeah, it acts like some of the Rolling Stones are dead.
1: Charlie Watts. I don't even, I don't know anything about, I've never been a Stones fan. There was a guy lived down the street from me when I was a teenager and he loved, him and his wife loved the Stones. They would go see them a couple times a year all over the United States, save all their fucking money up to go see the Rolling Stones. That was their big thing was the Rolling Stones. And I never, ever, ever could understand what the big, and they just loved them. And I just never have been a Rolling Stone fan.
0: I mean they've got some songs you could listen to but no i don't understand the fascination
1: but Um, that was also
0: way before my time too
1: they have a song that's a funeral song that's really a good song and i and i and it's a slow kind of song and i wish i could think of the damn name of it right now but it's a really i've I've, i went to a couple of funerals that they played the song at was standing at the god what's the name of that fucking song
0: i hate everything
1: um Mother, father, I can't think of that. And somebody will message me three days from now and tell me the name well, of the song. Well, I'm trying
0: to pull up my iTunes so that I can listen to this shit.
1: Something at the crossroads. You can't always get what you want.
0: Can't. Oh, oh,
1: yeah. That's a good song. That's probably my favorite song that they've ever had. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a, a band we never ever talk about that did the same thing. The the the, the uh. The Guns N' Roses did Is Boston
0: It wasn't a big Boston They had
1: one album That was huge Mm -hmm. They didn't do another album For a decade
0: Right Spotify will probably Let me play it
1: You can't always get What you want That's a really good song
0: I think Trump walks out To that
1: That's That's a good tune But that's about The only Stone song I like
0: Yeah Oh well
1: you know, uh, Mick Jagger was almost Justin Trudeau's dad instead of uh, Castro.
0: mm I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they. I think they passed around Justin's mama.
0: Because she went to music festivals. <laughs> That's why. Gimme Shelter's good. Sympathy for the Devil. Nope. Paint It Black. Start Me Up. Nope. Gimme Shelter is the one I like. Sympathy for the Devil's good.
1: The only one I like is that you can't always get what you want that is a great this first of that is a great song. Yeah. But I'm just—I'm not a Stones guy. But hell, they, they got to be 80 years old. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's them
0: right there, so.
1: There's a Somebody's lot. going to throw a hip
0: one of these days.
1: They say what's-his-name's-the-devil-reincarnated Keith uh, Richards. Richards. Um, Jimmy Buffett, that's a big loss, man. I tell you what, I feel sorry for all those people that worked for him. Shakura— that Utley kid, I'm, I'm sure they're well taken care of anyways, but those guys have worked for him for 20 years. I guess he was good to them. I, I'm assuming. I, I know a Jimmy Buffett story that's not so good, though. Oh. had a kid that, uh, this. some people in East Texas are going to know what I'm talking about, too. 20, 25 years ago, I had a group of guys that hunted with me. They hunted with me a couple times, and their one of their good friend's son went to work for Jimmy as an accountant. Uh-huh. I don't know if i'm supposed to be telling the story or not but it's been forever so i anyways this kid was an accountant and he told his dad he said hey he goes i ah, it's really weird there's some stuff going on with those books i'm finding a bunch of money he said some weird shit's going on here anyways that kid went and talked to the people that was the handlers he disappeared they never seen him again no way yeah really this was 25 20 25 years ago and the dad started asking questions, and he more or less got told, you better go back home.
0: How could you do that as a parent, though? I couldn't. Just go back home.
1: I couldn't. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that over 25 years, some parts of my story and my memory are not exactly the same, but it was basically to that effect, though. But at that time, Jimmy was doing a lot of business with with uh, going to Cuba and stuff.
0: Oh, so huh. I don't
1: I don't know what all was happening and but I don't understand what a, what gain someone like Jimmy Buffett would do by doing any kind of smuggling or something. I mean, fuck he's worth was he worth half a billion dollars?
2: Mm. And he was big at
1: this time. I mean he was just as big as he is now. I mean shit he had all his restaurants going and the uh, casinos and one billion. One billion dollars. I mean, so there was nothing for him to gain by, but maybe people working for him were doing something they shouldn't have been doing. You know what I mean? Right. But when he would fly, like when we'd go see him in Frisco, yeah, there'd be seven buses parked there. Jimmy Buffett ain't riding on a fucking bus. Mm -mm. His ass would go sit on that bus before they would play in something. But he'd get in his private jet, or he liked to fly himself. He's a great author too. I've read two or three of his books. I really—that's one guy I would have liked to have met. I would have loved to have talked to him for a minute, just five minutes. I found him to be a very interesting man. He lived in Long Island. he would fly. He had a boat. I read one book that he wrote, and he had, he'd he fly his plane and land in the bay and fish. And he got to be friends at a local fish shop there at Long Island, just a little fishing village part area somewhere, and got to be a regular. And he'd go in there and have coffee and visit with those people. Really? Yeah, he just he liked to be around regular people.
0: Did you see Kenny Chesney went to just like a regular bar, just a beach bar? Did he play? Started playing. Something like when you're at your favorite beach bar and Kenny Chesney shows up.
1: Did they let him play? Yeah. Because, you know, our good friend in Albany did that. Uh, a real famous country singer, Bucky Nails, going to get a kick out of this, was was at their ranch deer hunting and wanted to play with his guitar. And we'll just say he's does a remake of Fast Cars. I won't mention names. And he goes, hey, do you mind if I get my guitar and play? And the other Bucky's friend, ranch hand, or not ranch hand, the other ranch owner there, said, oh, we, we don't do that gay shit here. <laughs> <laughs> and then like... Two weeks later, he's like, "Man, I don't like that guy. He said, some bitch was trying to play at the damn campfire, and you wouldn't let him play." Yeah, he wanted to play. Somebody's talking. Lady, shut up.
0: Yeah. What is she doing? Probably don't know who the fuck he is. She's probably like, he'll make it one day. That would be cool. Yeah. One more. Do you think that like whenever Kenny does this, like let's be honest, like that's not the acoustics aren't set up and you know all he this sounded excellent, shit. he did. But do you think that that keeps a lot of people away? Like if he goes in there and the mics are all fucking you know scratchy and you you know you're blowing out your speakers and stuff like that, it wouldn't hurt Kenny. But there's other guys that if they did that and the equipment wasn't up to par, like it could sink their career.
1: There are some bands out there that I've heard play that need to fucking studio to be a band. Right. My buddy Randy Black's dad used to say that all the time. Oh, they're just, a, they're just a studio band. And I never would forget he used to say that all the time. He liked live music. He'd go see it. And he'd, he'd come in and told me, Diamond Rio, this is forever. Diamond Rio had a really couple of big hits. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I like Diamond Rio. He said, well, you don't want to see them in person. So they're a studio <laughs> band. Right. I go, what? He goes, oh, they're terrible. He goes, they got to have all the, they have to have everything to help them out. It's got to be dialed in. But Kenny Chesney could sit and uh, just could come in our room right here without any acoustics and play and he's very good. His voice is excellent. Yeah. And he's very talented. But I think guys like that get off on that kind of shit. I think they really oh. enjoy that. Man, it makes them feel good. And the people that see him think, man, what a cool dude. Right. You know, like I've seen Steven Tyler sing on the streets with the with a guy who was singing one of his songs. Have you seen that before? Like Street so. singers singing and Steven Tyler's in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Steven Tyler goes up and starts singing with the guy and the guy's like, oh my God, you know and but the kid was damn good anyways. Um but Steven Tyler's got that voice. He's one of those like Willie Nelson. You don't want to hear Willie Nelson singing without some help.
0: No, I don't want to hear Willie Nelson singing. No, sing he's at a terrible
1: all. singer. Uh I
0: think this might be
1: it. Jimmy Buffett was not a good singer.
0: Yeah, but he didn't try yeah. to be crazy.
1: Look at this, this is badass. The kid's like, oh shit. <laughs>
0: I thought Steven Tyler was bigger Kid doesn't even remember the words
1: He's scared That's pretty cool That old man can sing Yeah As good as anybody
0: and then, like, you know, you got to figure, you know, your voice aren't isn't warmed up, just walking around the streets or wherever this is, Vegas, L.A., and somebody's playing your song, and then it's like, hey, let me hop up there real quick.
1: I see a kid in New Orleans one time uh, playing um, Tennessee Whiskey. Mm-hmm. He was fucking as good as Stapleton almost. Really? Very good. Stapleton, that's a remake song. I love David Allen Coe. I love David Allen Coe. Grew up listening to David Allen Coe, seen him many times. Chris Stapleton kills Tennessee whiskey.
0: It's t- it's Chris Stapleton's song. Oh,
1: it's not even close to being David Allen Coe's song. So but but that's what I like. That's the national
0: anthem is also Chris Stapleton's Chris song. Chris Stapleton
1: is a very, very talented man. There's no doubt about it. He is a lot better singer than than David Allen Coe, but David Allen Coe is very talented also. Yeah. I can't believe David Allen Coe's still alive. I mean, I, I would have I thought he died 20 years ago, and I think it's just something some other redneck looking bitch goes up there and sings. He's mm-hmm. had such a rough life, but man, he's got a great voice. "Come back to Boston" is a great, great, great song. Mm-hmm. He is so he is very good also too. I don't know if I'd go to his concert anymore. Why? Oh, I don't know I just think I'd be awful disappointed. Wow. I don't want to pay money to go see someone. I saw Rodney Carrington in Vegas one night and I was so disappointed. I mean, fuck, I could have got up there and done probably about as good a job as he did. he was so fucking drunk,
0: yeah, but I think everybody kind of goes through that.
1: oh, it was terrible, but he but he's still so he's so talented, play guitar and sing, and he's funny, but just i don't I just I don't want to go see someone and be disappointed like that when I see him in person. <laughs> that's like now you know
0: how people feel when they come out here, like oh, it's just you guys,
1: yeah, when well, we ain't nothing. we are exactly who we are supposed to be, but we're not drunk and we're usually not. But I don't want to. Um, I don't want to see somebody that does that like that. And I'm afraid. I really last concert I went to was Kenny Chesney. I really liked it. He put on a hell of a show. It was everything it was supposed to be. And I'm not a big concert guy. There are a few concerts I'd like to go see still. I wish. I my biggest regret right now is we didn't go see Alan Jackson.
0: Is he done? Not playing anymore? I, I,
1: he's sick now. I think. Oh, is he? But boy, what a great performer! I guess. I'd I like. Don't know. I'd like to see Alan Jack. I don't know if he's a great performer. I just really like him. And we were going to go see. Uh, Bob Seger, right? And we didn't see him. I'd like to go see Bob Seger. There's
0: nobody out there I want to go see.
1: Not no nobody at all.
0: Nobody, not a soul.
1: Not even an acoustic set. Just you and them, and an no, acoustic set. no, nobody. Like I don't want to fight the crowd.
0: If they're not coming to the Big Honker Lodge and playing by the fire out here, I I won't. And I'm sure because my wife loves music and she likes going, so I'm sure I will get roped into another concert. Sounds like there's one coming up next month in Lubbock that we might be going to who is it uh Parker McCollum we know somebody that knows somebody that can
1: yeah that's pretty easy you can get right in the back yeah so so you're gonna have backstage passes and maybe stuff. maybe you uh, will
0: I don't want to do it though I have no desire to go do that
1: but I'm with you right
0: there none uh, Parker's are great he's got a lot of he's got a lot of good music I understand it but I have no desire to go so if Parker come on the podcast
1: before he came there and asked you to come then you'd come
0: yeah, I would do that, but i it's just, whatever. Whatever, I don't care to do that. So That's I'm assuming misleading.
1: Jesse went over your head to this person and said, hey, can you?
0: Well, no, we were sitting around. the. Uh, your brother has already done this, and he's like, hey, do you all want to come? So
1: So Tony's already done this. Tony has. So you and T- Jesse. Tony has
0: stopped our mutual acquaintance and said, hey, can you get me and my daughter backstage passes? He said, yeah, that's no problem. And now Tony's like, hey, we're going, so do y'all want to go? And when he said it, I was like,
1: oh, when, man, when is this?
0: I don't Sometime in October.
1: Please tell me it's when me and Mom are going to be out of town.
0: I think it's a Tuesday.
1: It, we're going to be in Canada twice on Tuesdays. It's
0: before that or after that. I don't know. If
1: it's after that, I think we're going to be in Maine. So I
0: really up hope that it's during it. A-
1: yes. I don't want to go.
0: Parker, I like his. I like his music. He's a good-looking young kid. Got a lot going for him. Come to the Big Honker Lodge. I'd love to meet you here.
1: I don't blame you for that. I don't, but I don't like that kind of stuff either. I'm not into the crowds. Did you see Smash Mouth singer died? Oh, he did die. Yep, died this morning.
0: Well, God rest him. I don't get. I don't get people that get all upset about the celebrity death. No. They are as alive to me now as they have ever been. Yeah, because you don't know him. I don't know Jimmy Buffett. No. That motherfucker could be on. He could have died ten years ago, and it wouldn't have affected me. But I don't understand when people, you know, oh, oh, devastated to hear this news. It's like why? You can still listen to his music. You want to hear Jimmy Buffett? Fucking go to iTunes right now and type him in. Why are you? Why is that going to ruin your day? He did not know you. You did not know him. Save your outrage, save your tears
1: for some somebody that you actually knew. My mom bawled like a baby when Elvis Presley died. I was I don't get it. I was eight years old, and I'll never forget that.
0: I could kind of understand that. I did. No, Elvis. Elvis was different. Elvis was. Here we go. So
1: now it's Elvis
0: was. Well, I'm just Elvis was on a different stratosphere. My mom.
1: She she picked me up from the babysitter. Bawling. oh she was like crying I'm like well, something happened to dad you know i don't oh. think something happened to my dad oh, elvis. elvis died
0: elvis elvis is not with us anymore
1: elvis has never been with us and what do you think the chances are of well we got an old car my mom's car this is a 1977 i think is when elvis died had an eight track and she had a uh 73 grand torino what do you think the chances are of getting in that car that there was Elvis on KTRN radio on the way oh, home. I guarantee you, it's all that's on the fucking radio for three months. Right, Elvis this, Elvis that. Yeah. She cried the whole way home. Got home and called my grandma. Elvis died. Did you hear the news? Well, yeah, it's on the all. It's on the news now. Elvis it's died. It's not changing your life at all. <clears throat> but that's the first time I ever seen anybody go berserk over a damn celebrity dying. Well, I've never understood it. They're as
0: alive now as they've ever been to me because I've never met the fellow. So
1: I mean, there are there are people who die that is sad. And yeah. it's it it's a sad deal. I feel sorry for Jimmy Buffett's people that worked for him. There's a lot of people that he was the bell cow for a lot of families. Yeah, that provided for them. You know, I don't think they turned. And he was really good lately because <clears throat> if you look, he never placed nowhere two nights in a row. Mm. I don't. I'm, now I'm speaking out of turn because he probably did have said that, but he'd play like on a Saturday night, and then he'd go somewhere else and play on a Saturday night. Right. It was not a hard gig And right. they made good money It was a good deal It's not like playing Seven nights Six nights a week Or something mm-hmm. But uh, I don't It's kind of like The the guy that died For Smash Mouth I didn't even know His name I always thought The other guy Was a Smash Mouth song The guy The guy I thought the other guy For Smash Mouth Was their uh, Can't think of the dude's name now Hey now You're a rock star Is that Smash Mouth Yeah that's Smash Mouth What was the other guys In that band then
0: I fuck, I don't know They I, only had like Two good songs
1: yeah, I know. Uh,
0: the Goo Goo Dolls, since I guess this is going to be a music podcast today, they brought a kid up on stage. His sister made him make a sign that said, I can play this song. So they saw the, they saw the sign. Kid's like 19 or something. Why is the internet so slow today? Hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jake. But his, ki- his sister made him make a sign that said, I can play that song. All right, Jake, take it away. And it's like an acoustic style song. So you're it. You fuck up.
1: What's that guy's name for the Goo Goo Dolls? A singer? No idea. Is that a great voice?
2: And even though the moment passed me by, I still can't turn away.
0: See, this is what musicians should be like, not what Miranda Lambert did. Oh, she's a cunt,
1: and I used to like her a lot, too.
0: People are spending their hard-earned money to watch you perform, and then you're going to be a bitch when they try to take a picture.
1: The crowd loves this, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, Goo Goo Dolls hadn't been relevant in 20 years, and...
2: no won't tell won't
3: tell
0: that's what music should be like not not the shit that Miranda Lambert... What
1: What's the band, Dave Grohl? What's his band's called? Foo Fighters. Have you seen Same the Foo thing. Fighters bring that kid yeah, up? Yeah, when they brought that kid up there. Well, Same type thing,
0: You know? And I mean, and then you got people that throw a fit because, heaven forbid, anybody take a selfie in the fucking crowd.
1: Miranda Lambert, I just don't understand that. I really, really like her. Matter of fact, that's probably the only woman that's on my playlist that I play. I really like her music. And I just did not understand why you have to try to make people look like an ass right. when you're famous. Right. How hard is it to shake hands and visit and say thank you and ask someone where they're from? Or just take a picture
0: with them. I mean, we're we, down, we are, give a little
1: shitty smile. and We are freaking nobodies in this world. Right. How many people have come up to us in the last three, four years and asked for autographs and visits with us? How many one of them have you been rude to? None. You, I think I'm so honored that someone would even want to have their picture made with me. Right. And I get embarrassed to sign an autograph, but I do. But I talk to people. And, and how, I asked everybody how where they're from I said where are you from nice to meet you. I mean it's not hard now they're they're they're, they're getting ten thousand more of these at a time right? right but it's not hard to be nice to people
0: and I'm socially awkward for like going for me to go up to somebody that I kind of admire would take a lot out of me and I don't think that I could ever get in that mental space to be like hey I really I really like what you do or anything like that I would never go up to somebody that I'm a fan of it's just not in me now when people come up to me that takes I understand that a lot of people are socially awkward, probably kind of like me. So the fact that they mustered up the gumption or whatever to come say hello to somebody that they've never met, it you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, it, the fact that anybody would ever turn on our show or appreciate anything that we do, it's not supposed to be like that. So I appreciate everybody that's ever listened. And anybody that's ever come up and said hello... Uh, I try to be as uh, I try to devote to them as much time as they want to spend with me.
1: Yeah, if if you're nice enough to come up and talk to me, I'm a, by God, or want to meet me or something, I'm damn sure I'm just as interested in meeting you as you are me. Yeah, I'm, and, I, I'm not going to try to rush anybody away. No, but I don't. Under, I've, I've never understood that. But but for her, like her to call them ladies out, yeah, well, those ladies spent their money. Like they probably spent five hundred dollars on them tickets. Probably. Yeah, being that close to the stage. Yeah, no, and then 100%. you treat them like shit. I yep. just I do not get.
0: Well, and then you're labeled you're labeled a bitch to the rest of the of the yep. country. Like and that's then, what I think now. You know, nobody's going to want to come to your next show.
1: I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, Miranda Lambert, I think, is the most talented female singer, country singer, in the last five to ten years. I'm not saying ever. And the band that was before her that was females that were really good were the the Dixie Chicks, and then they pissed everybody off with their George Bush shit, and they fucked themselves. I think. But Miranda
0: Lambert is the top female artist in the last five to 10, ten
1: years in the countryside. I think so. Who's next? Carrie Underwood, Taylor Swift. But Taylor's not really country. Uh, I would rather her. be around Miranda Lambert than Taylor Swift. Not after- Taylor what? Swift is a sweetheart, Jeff.
0: She takes time with her fans. She is
1: hard to gold. I saw her video the other day about Trump. She's a freaking idiot. Hard to gold. Oh, I didn't see that. She's a damn idiot. I'm
0: not gonna judge. But her anybody. dad is a Trump guy. Yeah.
1: Is he? Yeah, and she was saying I didn't want you to. She didn't want her dad upset with her. Oh, her dad should be upset with her that she can't find a regular guy to date without writing a song about him.
0: Yeah, but you can't. You can't. No, when no. you're at that stage, she
1: is. She is a. She is as big a star as there is, and that proved it with this all these Swifties and shit.
0: But, I mean, what are you gonna do if you're a girl and you've got all of this going on? I mean, you're not. You're not gonna want a guy that's less successful than you.
1: Ain't Miranda date? Ain't she married a detective now? in New York oh. cop. <clears throat>
0: Miranda, I think so. I have no idea. She's married to Blake Shelton for a long time. Well, I think
1: she met a guy that was a cop in New York City, and they met when she was he was her backstage.
0: And and how could you? How could? And if you're the guy doing this, like you've got to be very secure in what you've got going on that you can handle a girl like Taylor Swift or Miranda Lambert or whoever else.
1: Well, I'm I'm not denying your normal guy
0: can't be like, yeah, I'm going to date her and let her. What about the difference in the
1: girls that date guys that are famous?
0: Guys always go down in the socioeconomic status. Always.
1: So, Kenny Chesney's single, I think. Is he? I think. I don't know. Fuck, I he do was it. married to Renee Zellweger for a week or two. Anyways, who would Kenny Chesney date that's on the same level as him?
0: Nobody. But that's not in the guy's makeup. It's not in our DNA. Okay. Guys are always looking for the damsel in distress to rescue. So, it's not, it, it's not, it's not going against biology. Guys are always looking for the, for the person to save. Women are not. Women are looking for providers. And if you are Taylor Swift or Miranda Lambert or a Dixie Chick.
1: Who who's Britney Spears with now? Well, she's fucking nobody. Out there. Well, they just she broke up with her bodyguard, dancer, dude, whatever he was. Right. So or she was cheating on him. But so you're telling me if you're a famous singer. you're a famous woman, you can't you're d- gonna
0: have a hard time finding anybody. What
1: about Selma Hayek?
0: I think she's been with that guy forever, though. He's a billionaire. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it looks like Renee Zellweger was his one and only. Yep. He's five oh Oh, no, that's Renee Zellweger.
1: He's not a very big guy, though.
0: Well, this acts like they might still be married.
1: No, they're not married.
0: They're not? No. Oh, yeah. Two- married in 2005, divorced in 2005. Yeah. So, I but,
1: don't know. But, Okay, let's take... Uh, Carrie Underwood, she's married to a hockey player.
0: Hockey player had his own career.
1: Yep. Oh, she's a smoke show.
0: Maybe that's maybe uh-huh. that's how I should define it. When the the female singers like, what, you're going to marry a, a guy, a video gamer, and you're this, you're this iconic pop star that has busted your ass
1: and is still busting your ass on tour. So you think it's easier for a star entertainer, a famous person, that's a man easier for him to to date down than it is for a woman
0: yeah we'll take listen men are dogs we'll take any smoke show that comes along are you kidding me that's that's the criteria i'm sorry ladies you know we might love you for your mind in five years but when we first start dating it's all based off of looks that's it i don't give a shit how many books you've read when we first started when we first started dating
1: i'm not gonna argue with that if your mom was good looking i'd never ever want to ask her out i mean
0: you know it's looks first, and then I'll appreciate yep. you for your mind and your sense of humor yep. and your sensitivity and the way that you provide for a family. That stuff comes later. But women in the dating process, you know, you got to have like fucking checklists with the modern day woman anymore. Being good, being hot ain't enough anymore. So, so if but you were single guys, now, you wouldn't
1: be. But for got what? If you were single right now and you went out at a bar or club at night or wherever the hell you go, I don't even know where. I'm sure they'd the same thing. Go to bars. I can't imagine the bar scene. I mean that was a fun time to do when you're single. Right. I could I can't imagine them the, today's kids not wanting to do that shit. Right. But you go to a bar at night and you meet this chick. You want the best looking girl in the bar. You yep. know someone's gonna catch your fucking eye. You don't want the I've got a friend who's really funny.
0: No, 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 no. She's got a great personality. No, but anybody that leads off of that, <coughs> Ron, they yeah. you you've got a friend that does not have yep. your best interest at heart if they lead with, I've got a girl you need to meet, she's hilarious. Yep.
1: If they say, I've got a friend, but now I'm going you. She's a real bitch.
0: <laughs> Set me up. Right. Right. So, uh, for male entertainers, good looking,
1: you, you got an in. Like Jelly Roll. Is that his name? Yeah. Is his girlfriend an stripper or something?
0: Ex-escort. She was, everybody calls her the gold digger, but what people don't know is she got with him like right after he got out of prison. So, he didn't have a pot to piss in when they first got together. So,
1: what's his story? I don't know nothing about the guy. Is the guy good for singer? Oh, you haven't heard his music? I probably have. I don't know who he is. I mean, I know who he is because I've seen him, what he looks like.
0: He's awesome.
1: So he's a great singer. Fuck yeah. So where's he from? I don't know. So she was an escort.
0: She was an escort. escort. They got together, met at a bar, and uh, from what I've heard, but yeah.
1: And now she's manly in love with this guy. Madly in love with Jelly Roll. And he's a very successful person. now.
0: Now he is, but... When he first came onto the scene, everybody's like, oh, he's got a gold digger for a wife and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, listen, I had nothing when we hooked up and she took care of me. She's made way more money than I ever thought about making at that time. So, and I think she still does good now.
1: She's an escort still?
0: No, she's got, she does other stuff, but I think she's very successful in the business side. Is she things. a pretty,
1: I have just saying like pictures over like on Instagram. I've never really looked at her. Is she a pretty lady or is she pretty rough looking?
0: Uh, She's good looking. Yeah, she's a good-looking girl. Lady.
1: Yeah.
3: Good-looking.
0: Jelly Roll's got a voice, though. That motherfucker can sing. Whew.
1: What's funny is to me, when I see a, I see a successful male with a woman that's not very pretty.
0: Yeah. Like, you could have done way better, buddy. I've i think
1: like so many times. Like, when I watch Hard Knocks and the Players' Wives or sometimes, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, boy, I think you'd be doing a little better than that.
0: Tough, Tough road to hoe for a lot of people. Um... Were you
1: a H. Ross Perot guy? No, not really. I mean, I didn't have anything against him. My only thing I didn't like about H. Ross Perot was
3: got the scars to show for being around education reform.
0: I had never heard anything about him. Never you mean, heard. You want me to finish th- my story on him. Yeah, I'll, and then I'll press
1: play. I was never really big or against him either way. And then he owned. He had a boat in um uh, in Bermuda, and his his yacht was too big for the way to Bermuda, so they blew up a bunch of uh stuff to help him get his boat in. Mm-hmm. And that kind of kind of threw me off. I thought, oh, that's a rich guy that throws his money around. But we would not have to deal with that bitch Hillary Clinton if it wasn't for H. Ross Perot. Because if he would not have been in this race right here, George Bush Sr. would have got reelected.
0: So H. Ross Perot is basically bashing public education. Very smart
1: man.
3: Please. Yes, I've got scars to show from being around education reform. And the first word you need to say in every city and state, and just draw a line in the sand: public schools exist for the benefit of the children. You're going to see a lot of people fall over, because anytime you're spending 199 billion dollars a year, somebody's getting it, and the children get lost in the process. So that's step one. Keep in mind, in 1960, when our schools were the envy of the world, we were spending 16 billion dollars on them. Now we spend more than any other nation in the world. $199 billion a year and rank at the bottom of the industrialized world in terms of education achievement. One more time, you brought a front row box seat and got a third-rate performance. It's a government that's not serving you. By and large, it's, it should be local. The more local, the better. Interesting phenomenon. Small towns have good schools, big cities have terrible schools. The best people in a small town will serve on the school board. You get into big cities, it's political patronage, stepping stones, You get the job, give your relatives the janitors jobs at $57,000 a year, more than the teachers make, and with luck, they clean the cafeteria once a week. Now, you're paying for that. Those schools belong to you, and we put up with that. Now, as long as you put up with that, that's what you're going to get, and these folks are just dividing up $199 billion, and the children get lost. If I could wish for one thing for great public schools, it'd be a strong family unit in every home. Nothing will ever replace that. You say, well, gee, what are you going to do about that? Well, the White House is a bully pulpit. And I think we ought to be pounding on the table every day. There's nothing, the most efficient unit of government the world will ever know is a strong, loving family unit. Next thing, you need small schools, not big schools. A little school, everybody's somebody. Individualism is very important. These big factories, everybody told me they were cost effective. I did a study on it, they're cost ineffective. 5,000 students, why is a high school that big? One reason. Sooner or later, we get 11 or more boys that can run like the devil that weigh 250 pounds and they might win district. (coughs) Now, that has nothing to do with learning. That's a Texas guy Texas, there. <laughs> typically, half the school day was non-academic pursuits. In one place, it was 35%. In Texas, you could have unlimited absences to go to livestock shows. Found a boy, excuse me, but you got, this gives the flavor. Boy in Houston kept a chicken in the bathtub in downtown Houston. Missed 65 days going to livestock shows. Finally had to come back to school. The chicken lost his feathers. That's the only way we got him back. <laughs> now, that's your tax money being wasted. Now, neighborhood schools. It is terrible to bust <laughs> tiny little children across town. And it is particularly terrible to, to take poor tiny little children and wait until the first grade and bus them across town to Mars where the children know their numbers, know their letters, have had every advantage at the end of the first day that little child wants out. I'll close on this. We have got to have world-class teachers, world-class books. If you ever got close to how textbooks were uh, selected, you wouldn't want to go back the second day. I don't have time to tell you the stories. Uh, no, you don't. Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally. But this, if we don't fix this, you're right, we can't have the industries of tomorrow unless we have the best educated workforce. And here you've got, for the disadvantaged children, you've got to have early childhood development, cheapest money you'll ever spend. First contact should be with a mother when she's pregnant. That little child needs to be loved and hugged and nurtured and made to feel special like your children were. They learn to think well or poorly themselves in the Thank first you. 18 months. <laughs> Thank you. And within Mr. the first few years, they either learn how to learn or don't learn how to learn. And if they don't, they wind up in prison. Thank and you, Mr. it costs more to keep Carole. them in prison than it does to send That's them That's the behind, first Donald Trump. That's my case.
0: That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <What>
1: <laughs> That's here? actually, see, I, that, that was, what, what year was that? 92? No, it wasn't 92. What, it wasn't been 1988. No. 80, 80 to 84, 88, 92. Yeah.
0: Because it, it was Clinton and Bush, right? Yeah. Bush election been. was in
1: 2000. 92. I was 24 years old. I probably didn't give two shits about politics. He Most 23 year, 24 year old kids don't.
0: He was the first Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, he was. I didn't, but see, I didn't have kids. I didn't have a business. I mean, I didn't. I was just starting in my business and stuff. I didn't think nothing about all that shit. Right. But listening to him then, and everything he said is the damn truth, mm-hmm. that still fits for today. Yeah. Small schools, big schools, we need better families and stuff. And, you know, I saw Bill Clinton shake his head one time. I saw George Bush Sr. smile and laugh about it.
0: I saw George Bush Sr. check his watch also.
1: I don't think... George Bush Sr. was a CIA guy. He was deep state. Right. Bill Clinton at that time I don't think was a deep state guy. Right. And he could have been. He was a sorry fucker as a person. but I think he was a pretty good governor for Arkansas. I don't know for sure. He
0: was a good president.
1: He was not a bad president. He wasn't a bad president. He was very—he was better than anything we 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 have right now for a long time. His wife's an evil bitch.
0: But is that one I don't of even those... think he likes his wife. <clears throat> but is that one of those things that it just happens? Like I don't think that they got there that way. I think it was being in politics for Watch House of Cards. I think it was being in politics for thirty years that you just that needle gets moved further and further every year.
1: Watch House of on
0: what you're willing to do. So right there in 92, like I'm sure Bill Clinton had a lot of good ideas and a lot of things that he wanted to get done. And then they set him down and they're like, okay, here's what you said. Here's what's going to happen.
1: There's only been one president the system did not like, and that was Donald Trump. And there's a reason they couldn't own him. Well, he wasn't the first, but they couldn't in the last 40 years. The other one was another guy they couldn't control and what they do. They killed him in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Um, House of Cards, if you've never watched it, you need to watch it because it shows you how Washington works. They take a guy from Pennsylvania, steel mill, I think it was a steel guy, and dock worker or something, I don't remember what he was, but anyways, he got elected in his neighborhood to go to Congress. People loved him. When well, he gets to Congress, what the first thing they do, they go to a party, they get him on some cocaine, they get a hooker with him, they take pictures of him and shit, and then they own his ass. Yeah. And that's basically, I think, what happened to a lot of people. And I'm not saying it's all cocaine and hookers, but they they get they get you. Um, our congressman we had before us when he left Clarendon, Texas, was probably a pretty good guy. But he got to Washington, DC, and he became a Washington, D.C. guy. Matter of fact, it was so good in Washington, D.C. that when he got out of Congress, he moved to Virginia and stayed there all the time. Yeah. And that's I think that's happens to a lot of guys. And I think that that's our problem with politics. And another thing, too, if you watch a committee in 1982 and it shows a bunch of politicians, it's the same bitches we got up there running things now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they stay there forever. They never leave. But uh, if Atros Ross Perot doesn't run, we never have Bill Clinton as a president. <clears throat> or we don't have Bill Clinton for at least four more years. Yeah. Which means
0: you don't have Bush for another four years.
1: Oh, I, I don't know how that all would have ended up playing out. But Bill Clinton was not a bad president, but also he had Newt Gingrich up there. Newt Gingrich was a good speaker of the House.
0: How would that? Who did Bush? Who did Clinton run against in '96?
1: Fuck, I can't remember. In '96,
0: I mean, I probably—I can't remember who the
1: Republican nominee was.
0: I guess I guess H. Ross Perot ran again in '96. Choat
1: Chote? H. Ross Perot is, is a really wealth success wealthy successful Texan. He sold calculators for Texas Instruments. Really, and he um he would sell his yearly Bob Dole Bob Dole yeah from Kansas. He would sell his yearly um he would by January third he'd sell his whole yearly's worth of sales. Really? He was a really great salesman. And then he started E-Systems, or EDS is the name of it, which was a CIA-backed company, too. So he owned a defense contractor.
0: I mean, if you look at this, he took out, which Bob Dole would have lost anyway, but there's your 9%, 8.5% that he took away from Bob Dole.
1: Electoral vote, that was amazing. Oh, oh,
0: 379.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at that. I mean, the red was all in the middle and stuff. But you go to go to the election before that, though. The ninety, the ninety two election, and you look at the difference between George Senior and. Do you see it up there? Because I don't see it. No, up there. you'll have to put it in on top and go ninety two election. I remember that we were at a. We were at a bar one night before the ninety two election, and there
0: 370 was three seventy to one sixty eight. Yeah, insane. but it
1: was pretty. Yeah, but it was really close. Look at the eighteen. Look at the votes, though. We'll go back to that again. Eighteen point nine percent of the votes you give them oh. to George Bush, and it's we're talking nineteen million votes. Let's say that Bush would have gotten fourteen million of that. He would have won, anyways.
0: Yeah, because only five million votes. Separated them Well six million
1: Yeah um, Ross Perot took a bit he's, He kept George De, George H for me. Anyways We was at a bar And a girl that we were Really good friends with And a smart girl at that She told us She says I'm voting for Bill Clinton We're like Why are you going to vote for Bill Clinton He plays the saxophone I said that You're going to vote for somebody Over fucking a saxophone <laughs> But that was that age Yeah and, that, and that's You know That made him the cool guy Interesting time that was And Al Gore, did he really get elected? Would would he have been the president
2: oh, in a fair right. election?
1: Right. Did he really beat George Bush?
0: That's what I'm wondering. If it's like if it's like a tit for tat thing. If like whoever's running this whole thing is like, okay. Yeah, but they could control. We're gonna give you two thousand four, you're gonna give us twenty twenty.
1: But which one could they control more? They already had George Bush. Mm-hmm. You know, he was CIA guy, so let's get his son in there. We can control him a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I still want to think to myself that George Bush did not know about nine eleven until nine eleven. I think other people knew about it, but I don't know. I want to think that he was not involved in that, but I don't know. Two thousand, not because the two
0: thousand election all came down to Florida, right? Yep. Yeah, and Gore won the popular vote. Yep. By only about 500,000
1: votes. New Mexico is ridiculous. I don't understand. They're like, it's every state is this way. The big, like Illinois, the people I know in Illinois are great people, but they're ruined by fucking Chicago.
0: Bush won Florida by 537 votes is all. Yep. The Florida recount and subs. When did they finally? When did that finally
1: end? Uh, they went to all kinds of speculation, and finally, the Supreme Court got involved. And then Al Gore, I guess, was told, "If you don't do this, what happened?" I'm gonna tell you what I think happened, and I am, do not know this for a fact. Well, nobody does. But here's my my opinion on this. Al Gore was told, "Listen, you can cede this election, and you can do your climate agenda bullshit, and get be very wealthy for the rest of your life over it." Right, because you know he's the one that started all that shit.
0: Eighty-eight, there's. Oh no, that was Bush. That was Bush Senior, right? Eighty-eight was Bush Senior.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it said so a month long. So y'all went a month without knowing. Y'all went. Y'all got to January basically without knowing who won the election.
1: Right. And then, then we had to deal with then. We, then we went through all this shit, and then we we got the Trump deal, and then when they didn't want Trump. They wanted Jeb Bush to be the next Bush to come in. Bush was going to be the next. They were going to throw Bush in there. Right. That was the big thing. But they forget about something. They forget about the actual people that vote. hmm And that's what's backfired on them on this damn. They really thought the deep state that Trump would just go away and everybody would accept what's going on. Well, we're not, and nobody's going to, and that's what's causing the problem because they can't get rid of these people, and that Cheney's a crooked fucker too.
0: What a time to be alive. I was in the eighth grade when this happened, so... This is like the first one that I remember paying attention to,
1: see, we didn't have politics didn't dominate t v and shit like they do now
0: Lieberman no huh-uh
1: i mean when when I was a kid growing up they had we went through the white House still the the white what- or what the fuck is it in washington d c the the scandal with nixon watergate watergate we went through the Watergate stuff. And and I remember as a kid on the news, it was on the world news, but that wouldn't it didn't it didn't dominate everything. And when you and and, and you know how most people got news back then it was a newspaper, right? And if you didn't want to read that shit, you didn't read it. You know, now you can't turn the TV on. It ain't something about politics.
0: I think we need to go back. I think we should limit. There should be a couple things we should do. Number one, drugs should not be able to have commercials on television. We're one of two countries that allow it: us and New Zealand. Nobody else does uh you should not be allowed to announce your candidacy or run until six months. We should not we've basically had eight years no what year is this? yeah, we've had seven years of politics, eight years of politics since Trump first announced that he was going to run in what 2015 it's been nothing but politics for It was eight before years. Trump
1: was running. Wasn't? I, it's, I don't been, remember it's been going it on since way. the Bush since the Gore Bush shit. The, the 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 We 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 need to limit how much money they can campaign money spend. And the amount of time that they can do it. Well, I, I will, I'm not gonna argue with on any of that. I agree with you, but that'll limit how much money you can spend. You can spend hundred million dollars on a presidential campaign. That's it. That's it. You know? I, I'm tired. Like I don't watch regular TV anyways. So I don't see all the commercials and shit. But it's, well, it's
0: everywhere. Be. It was uh like Moderna had an ad at the tennis match. Rogers took a picture and uh crossed out Moderna because he was watching that uh who's the guy? I don't
1: watch tennis. Djokovic? I hell. Yeah, I don't know. Excel? Jimmy Connors will say. Sure. But I don't watch I don't watch any kind of 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 regular TV at all. None other than football. And I and all you get there is hard dick commercials. hmm That's all you get, Silas. Viagra, blue cheese, whatever the fuck it is, or now it's all COVID bullshit. And I just
0: Novak Djokovic. Yeah, they have Moderna.
1: He marked it out. He marked it out. Good for him. But people are sick of that shit. They are. Except the people in the media. If our media did their job, none of this shit would be going on. Right. It'd be in, It'd be squashed so fast. But you get people that watch the news and they're like, "Oh well, that's what they sell us." Mm-hmm. Who's they? You know, it's an opinion. It's not the news. You don't have real reporters anymore. If you had real reporters, this Jeffrey Epstein shit would have been settled a long time ago.
0: Right. They would have demanded.
1: And then the the new the prince prince is it Prince Andrew? Yeah. You know he's in big trouble now. Supposedly he had sex with a ten year old boy and a twelve year old girl in Ukraine, and they had to be in the hospital. They should be everywhere.
0: Yeah, but how do you like if that's not true? Like, what are you like? How are you going to do that?
1: If it's not true, then you come out and someone, the reporter does it, we looked into it, and it's not a true thing. It did not happen. It's but bankrupt. how do you
0: know that they didn't look into that? How do we know that they haven't already looked into that and
1: debunked, debunked it? They haven't reported it at all. I'm just saying what's coming out of Ukraine.
0: But why would you report it if you don't know if it to be true? And do we trust any news that's coming out of the Ukraine? No. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's an impossible story to report on.
1: Well, let's, let's look at it. Up. Is it Prince Andrew? Yes. What I'm Andrew saying is, is like you,
0: you can't vet that. You're not going to get receipts, you're not going to get I mean you're taking one man's word for it. So I don't know how as a news organization you can write an article on that.
1: Well, he's been involved with a lot of stuff and he was with Epstein, so I would definitely look into it.
0: I don't know. I'm going to give a little bit of grace because it's like at what point do you what you know you become a tabloid at that point? I just don't know how you run it. Okay,
1: here story. we go right here.
0: I know it's the story. Prince and...
1: What, what's the site, your source? Who is it? Uh, medium.com, which I don't know nothing about. I'm just telling you what it says. Prince touched children inappropriately. It says former administrator at VI Club in Kiev. Now, in the middle of a fucking war, what are we doing going to nightclubs? If things are so bad in the Ukraine, they have nightclubs that are zooming and shit. Mm-hmm. Would you, if Israel was being attacked by the Muslims... Would you feel safe in Tel Aviv going to nightclubs at night? No. No, me neither. Prince Prince Andrew, Duke of York, brother of King Charles, has already left behind a sordid trail of scandals. And now yet another scandal is rocking the internet. A Nigerian citizen named James Obasi on August 21st came out with alarming, alarming allegations of Prince Andrew boarding a helicopter in Kiev on June 6th. Now, would you be taking a helicopter also if you're worried about Russia blowing shit up? No. Obasa recounts on video the polling Chain events, which really took place while British Secretary of State, blah, 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 blah. Now, let's see what it is. It says the side, bro. It now, what is a 10 and 12 year old girl doing in a fucking nightclub?
0: If this story is true.
1: Obasa has been working with the club's administrator who oversaw the catering of VIP guests, blah, blah, blah. It was the VIP playing lounge as usual, making sure everything was smooth. <coughs>
0: Did you see where you're talking about Israel? Did you see where Netanyahu is uh, planning to deport all African migrants from Israel after riots in uh, Tel Aviv? Do you blame him? No. But you just mentioned, would you be doing this in Tel Aviv or whatever? And like, he's trying to get ahead of it.
1: Here we go. Orders
0: plan to remove African migrants after entire or. Anyway, they it,
1: it was a boy and a girl Obasa remembers, aged somewhere between 10 and 12. Andrew started talking to them, asking them their names. The girl introduced herself as Alina and the guy Demetrio. Andrew politely asked me to bring something for the kids, so I quickly rushed to get cheesecakes, pancakes, you know, the usual snacks for kids. Well, pancakes is a snack, but he was preparing the food for the children. I go back with the stuff five minutes later, and he says, saw something very, very disturbing. The children stood there in front of Andrew, half naked, and they were sobbing, you know. I think they were forced to do something. So, anyways, if they're half naked there, something's wrong. The guy's a piece of shit, and they had to shoot him. That's what I think.
0: If that story is true, yes.
1: Yes. And I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know nothing in the background, but I think it needs to be further checked. But here we are in Ukraine. We've got 10- and 12-year-old kids half naked in a bar that's open. They get in a helicopter with them, and they leave. Something is screwed up. Ukraine is not needing to get our billions of fucking dollars if they got a nightclub with ten and twelve year old kids half naked running around in them with the prince of England in there, whatever the fuck he is.
0: Well, I mean, you've seen the videos coming out of the Ukraine. Uh, like everybody's in line. Like it's just a normal. It's like a college town. Everybody's just going about their day.
1: Yeah, it's all a money 20, laundering. Twenty deal. year
0: old people are out in the street, and
1: we we are funneling all of our money to Ukraine to funnel back to our politicians and to cover for Hunter and Joe Biden. That's what all this is about. Right. And the deep state is so involved in all this shit that they're doing this so they can keep their puppet master down. Look at that shit. Yeah.
0: There there there's your war torn country.
1: Yeah. There it is. There's Kaviv. That
0: is
2: that counts, hey, right? Yeah, I don't. It fucking money laundering
1: keep. capital of the world. That is absolutely what. Yeah. There
0: there it is. Looks like Austin. Looks like a great place to be right now. Everybody's got billions of dollars. You know, the country's got billions of dollars. And,
1: and now he says they're not going to have an election there unless right America and until- the EU pays him more money. Yeah. Because it's not safe. Well, it don't look like it's fucking too unsafe there. Anyway. I'm betting you right now if Russia put a missile in the middle of that fucking crowd right there, then you'd really get some outrage from the people.
0: <laughs> right. Then you might be able to drum up some money.
1: Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we have let the deep state, these, these, whatever the hell they call, we always make for the Russian oligarchs. It's the United States oligarchs is a problem. And then Biden comes out this last week and says the problem in our country is white supremacy. Mm. Our problem is he's half right. It's white. It's that fucking old cracker that's in charge right now. Mm. He is the problem. You know, we don't have a white supremacy problem. We have an elite problem in our country. And until we squash it, which we're never going to do, if I live another thirty-five years, we're going to have the same fucking issues we're having now. There won't be no changes. Not without, uh, not without a big R word. Do you think if they, um, do 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 you think that if they do somehow put Trump in prison and keep him off the ballot, I think that's the only thing that'll start a war in this country—a civil war.
0: I think you're going to be disappointed. You think so? Yeah. I think you'd be disappointed. Now, if they did that, like, the timing's got to be right. Like, if they do it now, if they do it right before an election, you're probably going to have a problem on your hands. But if you do it in March, people will be pissed off for a little bit, but I think by the time fall rolls back around, nobody will give a shit. People have moved on. Plus, there's a big percentage of people that are tired of... Every, they just want
1: it to just go away. But those are the people that got to wake up or we're never going to be able to get it back. I mean, things are horrible. We're paying out the ass for gas. Electricity prices are ridiculous. They're they're, they're draining everyone's account. We just don't even notice it. We notice it's high, but that's the plan. They're just going to keep... Because once we're all broke, then we're dependent on them. Mm-hmm. We're no different. If, if they keep draining our accounts over a two- or three-year period, and the next thing you know three years from now, you ain't got no fucking money and you ain't got no food then you're in the same both those people in those government houses are, dependent on the government to provide for you. right? And, you know, now they're going to have some problem in certain states, big problems. You're going to have certain places that are really going to comply. But eventually, one of those big cities is going to fucking wake up, and I don't know what it is. I mean, how long can the city of San Francisco survive if all the businesses leave?
0: I don't know. I don't know what the, what the plan is for all that, but... Maybe somebody will figure it out.
1: I mean, we have Or a, it'll just stay a shithole. I mean, we have a president that doesn't have any interaction with people. Yeah, none. None at all. And they just accept it. and It's just crazy. I just can't believe that many educated dumbasses are in the media.
2: <laughs> it
1: really just shocks the shit out of me. Because you know damn well if you're an anchor at ABC CBS, you're a fucking educated person. Yeah. You didn't just get there because you're some dumbass liberal that they can control.
0: Well, there was something I saw, you know, the way that they made the, the uh, Obama lover, male lover story go away is they told everybody in the news, if you run this story, you won't have access to it, to the Obama administration. So nobody ran the story. He was going to be the sitting president and ABC, CBS, NBC, they all wanted access to this presidency. So they didn't run it. Mm. But that's what the Obama camp told them. If you run this story... You will not, you will not have somebody in. You will not have access to this presidency.
1: Do you, do you think the chef drowning is a coincidence or just an accident? Because that's what's sad. And if that's something really thing. does happen, you know, if if it's he just, just, like just like died Prince of an- drowning, that's a real shame. It's just like this
0: Prince Andrews thing. Now all of a sudden they're saying he was found on the beach naked and all this other stuff. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know until somebody official comes out saying something. I don't know. But you just read shit and read shit. and So I don't know what to believe. I I I don't really care.
1: I want to see somebody like one of these pedophile guys have the dad get a hold of them. One one day.
0: They did a long time ago.
1: That's that's what I want to see, though, is I want to see one of these dads or some man come up and take up for these kids and completely annihilate one of these dudes. They did.
0: Uh, Uh...
1: Or, I want to see one of these bodyguards snap on one of these people and take up for the kids. Like the last boy scout with Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, this he got here. Yeah. No, He's I'm talking about a famous guy. What do you mean? I'm talking about one of these uh, Epstein clients. Oh. Like, uh, what's the dickhead? Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Somebody like that that supposedly is involved in all that shit. I want to see somebody pop with him so much upside the head. I'm not talking about shooting or killing. I'm talking about just would love to see. Them shine up with a shiner And somebody beat their ass For that crap
0: It's getting It's uh They surrounded Bill Gates' car I don't know where But they were shouting murderer So Maybe they are waking up I don't know I'm tell you
1: right now That's the thing with the bodyguards You got two bodyguards And you got a thousand <laughs> people Them bodyguards Ain't got a chance Yeah
0: Well and Probably wouldn't take much To be like You're on your own here buddy Yep my life ain't worth yours. And I don't it looks like it's overseas somewhere maybe. Yeah, it sounds like, like they're
1: in England like or somewhere. England or something. But people are finally gonna have enough of this shit and someone needs to do something with that crap. Needs to get these free they get these free passes all the time. Yeah. It's that God complex. You know, and, and there's a lot of that going on out there.
0: All right, we can get off of here. It's been a very successful opening weekend. Everybody had a great time. Everybody rebooked for next year. So
1: We had a great opening weekend. I've got, uh, I don't mean dove openings by any means. I've got some waterfowl openings still November, December, and January. I don't have much left in November at all. And um, I still got Nebraska hunts. If you want to go to Nebraska and shoot some ducks and some big geese, some mallards and some big geese up on the Platte River, or right next to the Platte River, holler at me. we have some still some dates in january left on it if anything else holler at us give us a shout thank you for listening to us god bless you and have a great week
0: check out our sponsors uh dirty duck coffee cold brew time shin gear looking glass podcast lucky duck ducks unlimited double t british kennels mossberg stanfield hunting outfitters alf outdoor specialties hemp hill farms dive bomb Industries, Pacific calls and moss shot shows